0: i manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Uh, Drake Toll standing by, Aaron Sexton. And we're off and running on a Monday. And so much good stuff to uh, get into. We had trades over the weekend. We thought the Rangers may have bounced back briefly. It was a mirage. They have now dropped back into the tank after a gut punch of a loss yesterday. And, uh, Drake, uh, through some of your various sources, I'm very excited to announce that uh, G.J. Kinney, the Texas State head football coach, will be joining us today at 4 35 and we'll also hear a little bit from Dave Aranda and uh, that is where Drake uh, Drake and I were earlier today was with Dave Aranda in that news conference and we were right there I Drake uh, I tried to sit next to Drake and then young Cameron Stewart I mean before I, I got up for one second cam jumped in my seat and I had to kind of move up a row or two but uh, Drake welcome to the program today It was nice wasn't it to be over there on campus getting ready for an actual football season. That was a that was a lot of fun to be a part of today.
2: Yeah, there's nothing like talking to the head coach on game week. And, you know, the first Friday night is gone. There's the progression. You have Friday night high school football. Then the next week you have college opens. Then you have the NFL. And, you know, I don't know, week zero didn't do it for me. Notre Dame and Navy wasn't a very good game. Mm. You couldn't watch the USC game because the Pac-12 network, which I find pretty ironic and funny. So today was my first taste of... Ah, college football's back. We saw Dave Aranda. We got to eat some Rudy's. Got to hang out with all the folks in media. There was just a a lively nature about everybody today. You looked good today, Matt. You looked real good.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I I felt, I usually do not for a luncheon like that. You know, I'll put on a golf shirt and some jeans or slacks. And today, just, it's still, we're clinging to August And I just felt like shorts was still in order, okay? And plus, you always know Bryce is going to have a pair of Uh those khaki, uh, what do you call those things where you have pockets in the front? Cargo shorts? Cargo Cargo shorts. Yeah, he's a guy that still believes in the cargo. (laughs) Some of us kind of moved out of the cargo. Aaron is a guy that uh, probably had a cargo time in his life but has maybe moved out of the the cargo. Aaron's a guy that kind of likes a pair of jeans, and he'll kind of stick with that. Is that correct, Aaron, or will you when it gets this hot will you uh will you come in in a pair of shorts I,
3: i've been wearing almost exclusively cargo shorts all summer
2: <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> not a joke cargo. either Mr. i just happened cargo. to find
3: two really yeah. cheap pair that i really liked at the first of the summer yeah. and i was like all right i'm done summer shopping
1: like a daily a daily occurrence with the cargo shorts here in sexton uh that, I'll tell you, Aaron. It was uh, it was nice being over there. And Drake would always kind of forget. I never did take advantage when I was at Baylor, of that marina. There's a marina right next to where we were today. And I was kind of looking back there, and I was trying to find a place to park. Yep. Um, that's not easy right now. There's so much construction. I meant to make a note, mental note to myself, to look at the fudge that new uh, football operations center. Fudge. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of take a peek and see what was going on and. During the news conference, I did kind of look out there, and that was kind of amazing to see everything that was happening, kind of beyond the practice. That's a good look, isn't it, when we're watching Dave, and Dave's up there, and then the practice field and everything behind him. That's a really nice backdrop, and you kind of see the Brazos River out there. But that Fudge Football Operations Center, and a guy I went to school with, Jeremy Fudge, Who's made made a little yeah. bit of money? Are you
2: guys still close friends there, Matt? We are. We are good friends. Not a bad and, contact and a, to have.
1: He's a very humble guy. Because I kind of joked with him. I was like, okay, you could have, you could have given me some heads up that you had like fifteen million to spare, right? <laughs> the building. No, we were we go to games together, and and, um, and yeah, he's very humble about it. And uh, I just, uh, I mean, we a lot of us went to law school. I went to law school. He went to law you school. You went to law school. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to law. I went to Baylor Law School, in fact. Wow. But you... then I became a sports writer and journalist, and then became a radio guy because it was more fun. It was more fun than practicing law. And you argue
2: just as much now as you would have.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of that helps. Some of that helps. But you know, some of our biggest listeners are like Professor Sayre, Professor Featherston, um, some of my old law school professor. Really? In fact, the the uh, interim uh, dean is uh, professor wilson and i mean she taught me property and i mean i did not was not probably one of her 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 best students but she's the interim dean right now dean tobin just stepped down but i did have um a good run it, well i don't know if i'd call it good yeah. but it was i did have a run through baylor law school i still have a lot of great friends over there in fact professor underwood was a big supporter of mine he's now the president of of mercer university and i only know mercer because they upset duke in the ncaa tournament the Bears. Several years back yeah good baseball they took down coach k uh-huh. yeah where is mercer is it georgia, georgia. Or it's like in that? georgia yeah. yeah uh-huh uh-huh well listen i'm excited about um about g.j kenny and the texas state it is uh baylor week um i mean it for Texas State, what an opportunity. What a great – new coach, um, Baylor will kind of – you know, and I think that was one of the things Coach Aranda was talking about is that's a little bit about what makes this a scary game. Is just you don't know what to expect. Now, what you hope yeah. is they haven't really figured it out yet, right? This is right. very early in his tenure. Who knows? But I think Dave expects for some folks to come out kind of winging it And G.J., the the family was – dad was a great linebacker at Baylor. But the family does not mind throwing the ball around. At Gilmer, he was handing the ball off a lot back when he was a high school quarterback. But, man, the guy can throw it. And I guess – where did he become a star? Tulsa? GJ Kinney. And then he had I think he had a little time maybe in the NFL. USFL. He's
2: a wide receiver for a bit, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. They moved. I mean, he's only thirty-four years old. So this was not but what? Ten ish years ago he was in college, fifteen years ago in high school. I was around for this.
1: Think about like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Like at 34, (laughs) they were just kind of getting started. Ten years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, GJ Kinney. The Texas State Bobcats and I can just see them right now when they come into the stadiums those teams always look a little bigger yep. and a little better than you would hope you're always kind of like uh, like for instance when Long Island comes in we'll go yeah it's gonna be tough gonna be tough for the Long Island kids Probably even so. like when KU was horrible yeah they'd, they'd kind of roll in you look down there and you're like, yeah it's gonna to be a tough day for KU. I promise you Texas state has some athletes and you know, they've got a quarterback room that while I don't know how great it is, extremely talented and former like four-star type athletes like that. That's an extremely athletic quarterback room that they've assembled because they got the guy from Arkansas. Yep. They got the guy from LSU. They got a guy that used to be at Baylor and CJ Rogers. And he's good too. I mean, he was a walk on at Baylor. I don't know if he's got a scholarship there or not, but, um, that's kind of a cool that's kind of a cool quarterback room. So I I I worry about teams like Texas State. Baylor will be okay. But yeah. man, that was not pretty a few years ago when they opened at Texas State. And you were a oh. Baylor student at ah. the time right down the road in San Marcos. That sounds like a game you would have enjoyed going to. You might have even floated the river um uh New Braunfels, the Guadalupe with um with some of your ATO fraternity brothers. Yes. But that was that was not a perfect start to a season. Season over It opener. ended up in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, yeah that, that was, that was what was it,
2: like, 21-14, 24-14. Yeah. Never really felt, well, the, the ESPN Plus, <laughs> remember that debacle? You couldn't see what was oh, going on in terrible. the game. You couldn't watch the game, and to the point where <laughs> Texas State had to apologize after it was over, <laughs> had to say sorry because you couldn't tell, was it Somebody got a pick six or a big reception, and the cameramen just missed it totally. You'd, you'll, you'd never know who it was. Uh, and that well, we, yeah, was a bad yeah. game, and then you you won the Sugar Bowl. You're right. And I look, I, Texas State has always been kind of the cool set. You're in San Marcos. Tough to go wrong with San Marcos. The river is right there. Now G.J. Kenny has brought in 53 mm. new scholarship players. This is not a Liberty. This is not when, you know, you worry about a UTSA, but... It's it's a good team. I think Texas State. They are you're going to get their best. This is not their Super Bowl, but it's the biggest game on their schedule. So you know they're going to give you everything.
1: I'm trying to think. So that was the 2021
2: opener yes. or the 2019 opener? 21 opener. The 19 opener was against. Uh, that was a home game against like Abilene Christian, maybe. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh,
1: oh, they the ACU kids, they'll come in. They do not, they do not like instruments, but they'll come in and play you. They'll be, uh, they'll be tough, but uh, it, is, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton. Alongside, and then guys. Yeah. Uh, also, we uh, Stephen F. Had Austin. A big Sorry,
2: Matt. Stephen F. Austin was oh, SFA? that game? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I knew you. Because the next week yourself. it was
2: UTSA, and that's when it was 181 degrees on the turf.
1: Yeah, and by the way, I guarantee you, UTSA still has the same quarterback. That Frank Wilson. This is like his seventh year. Yeah. Seriously, he's been there forever. Wife and, and three good. kids. He's good, and in fact, J- GJ Kinney played. For the UTSA head football coach. He played for Jeff Traylor, Traylor yeah. at Gilmer. And man, that was, uh, Gilmer was legendary. In fact, Jay, we can bring that up. He ends up in this book, this, some of this uh, this book that was written about the Gilmer. I'll test you, Drake.
2: The Buckeyes. Don't help him,
1: Aaron. Oh, e- easy. It was easy.
2: I've people. seen them play so, a state championship, Matt.
1: All right, all right. They are the Buckeyes. What about Gladewater?
2: Would be the. Uh... Chippewas, obviously. <laughs> the chip,
1: that's a strange
2: yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you can do that anymore.
1: Yeah. Now, hey, by the way, you're podcasting. Oh yeah. Uh, does that happen on the weekends, or Matt- is that mainly like a weekday Look at pursuit? You, Matt, do
2: you you've not asked me about that yet? We've been here for a week, and you haven't asked about it yet.
1: Well, I mean, I I'm glad we were able to get around to this, but the the Big Twelve podcast is that when do you when are you able to do that? Because you're you're out in the field. Because every yeah. time I call you, you're with a client. Aaron, I'd like to maybe I need to get I need to see because every time uh, Matt, I I'll have to call you back with a client. I mean, the man spends a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of time with clients. He's on me across. I'm he's, I
3: have to, I'm have to start selling part time. He's
1: to me. <laughs> he does, by the way, he is a good. He is. I'm not. I, I, he I saw is the longer today, himself. and I'm not kidding. The log. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Since, yeah, the problem with having Drake, um, and there may be a few, but no, the pro- he sells He's so not. much, we may we may just go to break and never come back. We're running I mean, out of spots. Yeah, <laughs> running
2: out of spots. But I love all no, these people. They're great. We're
1: we're a strong group, and of course, uh, you're learning. Uh, you're serving your time and learning under the tutelage of people like Terry Tacker, Leslie davis the whole gang and that's a good crew to be uh to be learning from now real quick, we'll talk we'll talk about oh yeah big 12 locked on podcast is yes. that now when do you find time for that is that an evening pursuit it is early
2: morning i record How do it, you work this in i mostly record that at like 5 30 like today i have a guest at 5 15 and we do it at 5 15 i found well, out how, Matt, we, how and, will you do that like from somewhere up in the building no no no. i just go home i live like eight minutes away from the, I, I live okay, eight minutes okay. away i go home i have an in I have an in home studio not too dissimilar from you and then in the last three weeks we have 170 000 views on the old youtube thing number 98 sports podcast on apple podcast that's not bad a little this little big 12 podcast thing's doing okay now, Aaron, did I ask for stats on the on the? Lockdown? I had them pulled up. I thought you did. Did you not ask about that? I can keep going. No,
1: now, that was Sierra good...
2: Leone is our in our top ten for listenerships. Sierra Leone. Those were those were good numbers.
1: But let me brag on you. I'm happy to do that because I do. I enjoy watching that, and I enjoy all. the – I did not know you were a watcher. All the oh sure, I look at it, and especially the uh, the stuff you post on Twitter, like yeah. the snippets. Now, the thing the other day got a little graphic for me. You were talking about, like, if this this (laughs) happened via ACC, you were going to, like, do something with your own hamstring. That was a little – well, I know. That was a little over the top. Right. You know, for for it. Me? Over the top, Matt? I know. I know. Aaron, he was really getting with it. But (laughs) I think his statement was he didn't think uh, Stanford – and SMU and maybe the other one, Cal, Cal Berkeley, were coming into the Big 12. They're not. Right? Not. Was that kind of what you were saying? Yeah. What and I, saying. I think we, I think you're on the right track there because now it really looks like the ACC, they may get this thing done. I, I, I just have to – I'm happy for SMU, but I'm also – can you imagine just saying, hey, here's the deal, we'll forego ever getting any revenue – For our school, like most schools desperately need and desire that. Right. You don't you don't make a deal like, hey, we're we're out here raising so much money. We do not need any of this revenue. All these decisions are made because the Big Ten had a better TV deal. They all want to make more revenue and SMU. And I guess that tells you about the AAC, too, because what are they getting per year in the AAC? Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four million dollars. Is it that bad? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, didn't that sound about right to you? I don't think it's anything that would grab your attention. I don't. I don't think it's over ten million a year, and I think it's probably under eight million a year.
2: Does that ring true with you, Aaron?
3: Yeah, I think it's somewhere
2: in that neighborhood from the reports that I've heard. Seven million, yeah. So it's right there. All right,
1: all right. Less than I thought. So they're just. I, it's worth it to Bad. get the brand and be a Power 5 conference team just to forego any money. And think about being – think about having those kinds of donors, though, that they'll just say, "I we don't need to take anything. We just desperately want to be – on one hand, it does look desperate. But on the other hand, you get your players – it shows that you'll do anything. You'll do anything to get your student-athletes and your school on the big stage again. Yeah. So I – if I'm an SMU fan, I got no problem with this. I got no issue with them saying, oh, we're not going to pay, you know, we're not going to take any revenue because all you care about as a fan. It, now, all these fans that are about to get hit up for the money, they may care at some point when, they just, when they're just just constantly, like these churches that are just constantly doing capital campaigns. Oh, here we go. Here's another capital campaign. And the worst is a a debt retirement campaign. That's the worst, because that's not exciting, is it? Like It's like, you go to church, and you're not building anything. You're not building a new parking lot or anything. You're retiring debt. And all the Baptist people out there are like, I hear you. Amen to that, Mosley. You know, Pastor Terry out there, Johnson out in uh, McGregor, he's giving me an amen. I wonder, Drake, do you think we have a lot of the religious people, a lot of religious listeners?
2: I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm gonna come out and and just say first, I don't really know what we're talking about. That those were a lot of words that, as a 22 year old, I don't understand. But you you said church and religion, which I do get, and did attend. I did attend church with my family this Sunday. I bet, uh, you know, I found out we have like 40 percent listenership uh, with a college degree, a lot of Baylor grads, I guess. Um, and I've been looking at the statistics. Terry Tacker's got those. They're great tools for potential clients, and I would say. Our listenership is ninety four percent religious.
1: <laughs> Has some religious ties, right. but again, most
2: and we people welcome have... the other six percent. We should say that, right, Matt? See, I think we're.
1: I think it's eighty. I think oh, you're going wow. high, okay. but eighty percent have some form of religious beliefs in some in some uh, form or fashion, and they kind of like it. When we get off on a religious, they really like it. Uh, a lot of our listeners like it yeah. when I when I start talking about Christian contemporary music, which I'm not sure, Drake, if you grew up on that. Did you grow up on Mercy uh, Me and Chris Tomlin and all that, or did you the news did boys? You forego that? that you said <laughs> David
2: Crowder, Baylor grad David Crowder? <laughs> hey, I do him well, yeah. I like the hymns. Play the old stuff. Play the classics. Oh, a traditional worship guy. Mm.
1: Can you find that anywhere in Waco now?
2: Yeah, there's a church, like a
1: Baptist church
2: that, the, uh, that has hymns. The and, little shop that... on Bosque, they have a sign outside that church that's right next to it that says, "We play the old hymns." And they haven't they haven't changed that sign in three years. So either they really love the old hymns, or they've been closed for a while, and I just didn't know.
1: Now you may not want to give your church home. Do you have a place though where you're plugged in? I mean can you share that can much I say, with us, or are you if I say Harris still,
2: Creek is that is, is that just too normal let's say Harris Creek now
1: What's that guy's name JP or that's something That's right Jonathan Pocuta Oh man. Yeah, yeah yeah he's no he was big Dallas Rockstar, guy rock star yeah and uh, people really seem to like that guy and uh, they're doing uh, doing a lot of good baptisms out there I know the elders
2: that's a good play no it's good Kevin Greg Jackson anywhere. What's that You know Kevin Jackson Kevin Jackson's out there
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of our good Baylor folks out yep. in that direction, and uh, that's, a, that's a good part of the world. Okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton rolling along on a Monday. There was a big trade that occurred over the weekend. It involves the Dallas Cowboys. We talk about what it means moving forward. What
4: does it mean for Dak Prescott? That is next.
5: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, medical, dental vision short and long-term disability life insurance 401k and more full-time positions offer 40 plus hours per week hourly employees are paid weekly at alamo steel they believe in above average pay to attract well-qualified individuals apply in person monday through friday eight till five at 2784 old dallas road one block off interstate 35 in Lacey lakeview
2: When it comes
9: to me and my money
11: I know the way it should be I need a partner I can count on
2: Do you own your own business and constantly feel bogged down by paperwork and contracts? That's where Duly Noted comes in. Michael Dooley of Duly Noted Law Firm represents you, the founders, doers, and entrepreneurs who run your business right. At Duly Noted, we're hands-on and we'll handle all of your business needs from entity formation and contract building to reviewing documents and legal lease. Visit DulyNoted.com and they'll make the toughest parts of owning a business easy. At Lewis
12: Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis
0: Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is Matt Mosley. You hate to interrupt ACDC at any point, but uh, always great to be with Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton. As we roll along on a Monday, Drake and I were at Dave Aranda's first news conference of the season. Uh, Drake, I did find it interesting. You've been kind of hot and heavy on this running back situation. And one of our TV buddies, I believe that was Eric from Fox 44, was kind of trying to zero in who's going to get that start. Who's going to get that start, Coach? And, boy, Coach has really tried to work on making that not a big deal. I mean, to the point, he'd almost kind of like to somehow have a formation where they're both out there. Yeah, (laughs) which we could see. I I just don't –
2: the way he responded to this, I think Dominic Richardson yeah. is going to be the starter. You don't have a kid run for a 1,000 yards, and then somebody says, who's your starter? And you say, I don't know, on Monday of the game yeah. week, if you're starting the, the incumbent. There's a new starting running back in Waco.
1: Well, I mean, you're coming stronger and stronger. I mean, I the way you phrase that now, it's almost like Aaron needed to play the breaking news sounder. Aaron, could we?
3: I would, but I could, heard what Coach Aranda said earlier.
1: Oh no, Aaron does not. Oh, you Aaron don't You
3: <laughs> said they're co-starters,
2: co-starters. So there, which is, somebody will be out there first, right. though. Right. So somebody It'll has be to be Richard start. Reese. No, no chance. Dominic okay. Richardson. All right. How much? Hinch, One million dollars. Oh, betting you, <laughs> <laughs> do
1: not bet Aaron with a guy that just he's coming into he's coming <laughs> to town. He's been buying companies late lately. I mean, we do not need to. We don't want it to be like the Iowa State players and get into a bunch of gambling. Real now loud. I kind of like how Aranda calls him Dom. Whoa, that's just there's just something to that. When you call Dominic Richardson, I mean, it's a very natural right. thing to do, but there's something kind of cool, and I, I kind of want to start doing that. Maybe I feel like we need to get to know him a little bit uh, and, and maybe have him on the show before we get to call him Dom. But that, I I just like that. I cannot wait till he after a game they bring Dom out, uh, Dominic, and uh, and he spends a little time with us. But that's going to be fun and to see how that whole that all plays out. And then I kind of like that. Uh, we may listen to some of this later in the show. I like that about uh, Campbell uh, Barrington and Clark Barrington. Yeah. Um, you know, you heard me kind of ask about that, and I I'm getting the sense that. That I mean, because I've been wondering, okay, who's the breakout offensive line? We knew Clark was going to be really good because he's the older brother of the Barrington brothers. I'm starting to get the sense that Campbell Barrington may have every bit as much talent and upside as Big Brother Clark. Yeah. Now again, I forget how much who how much older Clark is, or the whole the whole you know what the deal is. But I I'm telling you. As we get closer to the season, Drake, I'm starting to get vibes that Campbell, and I'm not saying he's better than his brother. I mean, Clark is the unquestioned leader, hardcore leader type. Campbell's a little quieter. But I think Campbell, as a player, there's not much separation between those guys. And I loved the more I've kind of gathered intel like that. You do the same thing, Drake. The more I like it the more I think, hey, hey, if you've got two primo-type yeah. dudes yeah. that you've landed, and what did he say today about the, um, that Mateos and Grimey, as he called him, Grimy. Jeff Grimes' offensive coordinator, like this may be the most, I think he used the word athletic, maybe the most athletic offensive line they've had going even back to their BYU days. I mean, I I
2: kind of... That kind of talk got me a little excited. Well, let me read you some numbers here, Matt. This is nuts. Three hundred pounds, 318, 306, 318 and three oh seven. You have an entire offensive line above three hundred pounds, which is good, but they're also not gaudy. They're not three fifty. These guys can move a little bit. Also, Caden Siriaki, six foot eight, three hundred and eighteen pound red shirt freshman. That's insane. This offensive line has two guys who are of the same last name, brothers from BYU. Gavin Byers is a guy who's learned all the way up through the program, starter at left guard. I love Tate Williams at right tackle. I think mm. he gets the start over Elijah Ellis, who's a redshirt senior, by the way. There's a lot of experience. People are not talking enough about how good this offensive line is. Also, there are 38 ors in this depth chart so we have zero idea who any backups are also matt we have no idea who the starting receivers are that dave won't tell us Aaron, let's make drake
1: before he leaves today or, or sometime this week or submit a starting lineup and let's see how close he gets because i kind of like this exercise because he he feels good about dom now, I feel really good about Clark and Campbell. I like what you're saying about Tate Williams. Who are the other two
2: starters? I just mentioned three. Okay, Clark and Campbell Barrington, Gavin uh-huh, uh-huh. Byers. Okay, Gavin, yeah. I'm going with Tate Williams at right tackle. And right. everybody everybody, right now, pen and paper, make sure you have it near you. Caden Siriaki, eight, three 318-pound, redshirt freshman at right guard. Uh, he is the size of a grand piano. Yeah, but are you saying he's going to be the other starter? Yes, confirmed. Davis confirmed that today. Siriaki,
1: isn't that awesome? I know. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, I'm just and now now remind me where the young man is from. Do uh, you have the uh, roster in front of you there. I, d- Kate d- I do. I Yeah, I'm just curious because um, this sounds like almost Siriaki. I'm just gotta. I gotta kind of. That's going to be fascinating. Now, Aaron, is he? Is woodlands. He's kind of from the woodlands. Where? Okay, just right down the road. I don't know about Houston right down the Houston area. Yeah, no, it is, on road, it is. I mean,
2: it's. What do
1: you call right down the road? Yeah. There's some things we don't need to dispute. Oh, there it is. The great, the Sounder. <laughs> it's breaking news. Um, oh, Aaron, was that breaking news for him <laughs> saying where Woodlands is? No, no. <laughs> okay. Breaking news is I we have. The, They've released it the
3: too deep, so we don't have to guess.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought I but I thought about the too deep we had so many ores. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: the only ore on the offensive line, Elijah Ellis and Tate Williams.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go with okay. go Tate Williams. Uh Tate yeah. Williams is who you're picking.
2: There. Now I like I think the breakout player, I've heard this from some inside info. Cooper Lands, undersized nose tackle. He's only six foot three, two hundred and seventy three pounds, a redshirt sophomore. You might not, the general Baylor fan driving in their car, has never heard the name Cooper Lands. Well get ready. Last year it was Siaki Ico who was massive in the middle. Try out six foot three, two seventy-three. He's slippery. He's small. He's agile. He's quick. Cooper Lands. Remember the name.
1: Yeah, had a little bit somebody a little bit like that last year, undersized, and it didn't totally work out. We will not name names. Okay. But Cooper Lans is somebody you did put on Twitter. And this involved, maybe it was connected. Uh, I well, I'm I'm, ho- I'm assuming you were doing this. You you're a man of you wear a lot of hats. I do yep. the same, but I'm assuming you did this uh, under your guise of ESPN Central Texas. But Cooper Lands is someone who excites you, and I like the thought. Here's what I know about Cooper Lands in the weight room. He's elite because in those weightlifter of the day yep. awards over the yep. years. And and of course Mateos and Grimes and all of them they love that stuff they love looking at that our uh, our guy what's our what's our guy's name Valoria? Vic um, yes Vic yeah yeah former SMU comes to the Bears and he's a great strength and conditioning coach we like looking at those things and Lands constantly was rate was was uh, winning the the offensive line best weightlifter now who knows maybe this freshman the monster that you were talking about the young caden will
2: uh there.
1: yeah siriaki we had a we had a what was our man we've had a it makes me think of the uh, byu coach we got a sataki correct we had an ika apu but his name was siaki Correct. And now we've got a going.
2: You're spitting right now, Matt. This yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. This, this is good. It's like Nelly this. at halftime in the Big 12 championship. I this
1: all afternoon. <laughs> I, heard, I was listening to some Nelly the other day. Oh, of course you were. To get me ready for that. And, and uh, Yeah, the Big 12, I kind of like a throwback rapper. And then I also wish they would bring in that T-Pain. Because at that same time frame, T-Pain... The famous Saturday Night Live, uh, Aaron, you remember this. and Drake, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. It was Andy Samberg saying, like, I'm on a boat or something like that. Or I yeah, – and I it was t- T-Pain was on the yacht with him. And he, and he just – it was a great song. Uh, and it, I, I just kind of enjoyed t Payne's work at that point. Okay, let's get to it real quick. Trey Lance, trade is made, fourth rounder given up. Um, I mean, I got this as – Jerry the genius. I got no issue at all with this. And if it makes Dak, if Dak doesn't like it, which I think he's fine with it, and he'll embrace this guy and bring him along, but if he feels a little uncomfortable, so be it. My gosh, they're paying him $42, $43 million a year. He's about to get another huge deal. It's not like they're going to hand the job over to Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance isn't about to walk in here and, like, challenge Dak Prescott. So I... I really see no downside to this. I mean, literally, if it makes Dak uncomfortable, I'm kind of like, good. I mean, that's fine. Nobody's uncomfortable enough with the Cowboys. Everybody's too comfortable. I mean, it already inspired one guy, and that's Will Greer, the man Drake Toll kind of has been in love with in recent weeks and loved his work at West Virginia. uh, Greer goes out the other night. Aaron, what were the numbers, like 29-36 for – 300-and-something yards, ran for another 65 or about 50 yards. He was awesome. He counted for four touchdowns. So he, they've already inspired the great Will Greer, wherever he ends up. But uh, I like the deal. Uh, curious to see what you guys think. Drake, What's the uh, what was your initial thought? Trey Lance to the Cowboys.
2: Trey Lance will never start a game in a Dallas Cowboys jersey. This is like playing the lottery. Is the lottery worth a fourth-round pick? He's a guy who, more than likely, 90-plus percent chance, will never see the field for this team. He, I guess, could learn under Dak, and maybe Dak goes down at some point. Does he have a trajectory to overtake Cooper Rush and do you know have a spot start? I, I don't think so. I think it's still Cooper Rush, so... You're never going to be able to trade him for much because he's not going to show you like a a Jacoby Brissett. Remember when that was the big deal was like, oh, you know, you got a couple of good games out of the guy. Maybe we should all be trying to get Jacoby Brissett. You're not going to get that from Trey Lance. This is a lottery. You've spent a fourth round pick hoping, maybe kind of praying you don't need it, but you're hoping that you get some return on investment here. Otherwise, it's a wasted trade. I, I, I. Uh, this is a neutral. This is just uh, you again. You're playing the lottery here. How, does this make the Cowboys better, Matt? No, absolutely not, because he will not step on the field in a Cowboys jersey. We're never going to see this affect us. I'll take that bet. Uh,
3: they're they they're going to put in packages specifically for him to do this, what this year. I don't know. Go run goal line, run short yardage. There there will I I will. You wanted to bet earlier. I will bet you that, 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 that <laughs> I there like are packages Aaron, I do for Trey like Lance when they. At some point in this season. He's never been good. You know, he's never played, really.
2: Right. And I'm not a Trey Landstand. So why put him in packages? Why not just use Dak?
3: Because he's a super athlete. He's faster than Dak, he's bigger than Dak, and he's stronger than Dak.
2: So do we start him over Dak? No,
3: No, no, that's why I'm talking about specific packages and not hit. And I specifically didn't say anything about him starting
1: he's not trying to he says specifically (laughs) that that he's trying to it's just a little gadget type deal but to aaron's point if he could run around down there and you could put a package in turn him into tebow make him into a gunner make him (laughs) turn him into all kinds of different things make him an inspirational guy the thing is you got nothing to lose. I mean, let, let's not act like we're all going to – by the time they have a draft next year, they'll like have three fourth-rounders. They'll get some kind of compensational picks or whatever, and the, so or, or they'll have two fourth-rounders. It will not be that huge of a loss that they don't have a fourth-round pick. And this guy, at one point, was thought to be one of the top five best guys in the draft. Now It hasn't worked out for San Francisco. And to your point, Drake, Brock Purdy – he I mean, came in there and has been incredible. But maybe it's just this guy needed more time. And Brock Purdy was ready for whatever reason. I I love the thought of kind of getting this guy's confidence together and and, and just kind of a little project-type player. But is and that what the Cowboys the, are for? Yes. Oh, because teams it's not a charity. are in the business. It's a business, teams, it's not a charity. I know, I know it's not. But they could, if they somehow can show him off and get him to the point where, like, that people start to think, man, Trey Lance, the value, that guy looks like he could do something. They could end up trading him for something. They could, I mean, that's what Ron Wolfe used to do at Green Bay. They would always have, whether it was Aaron Brooks, um, you know, years ago. Uh, Hasselbeck was on there. I mean, they always were training somebody. And, and they might have never played, but then somebody, they would get like a great draft pick for him. Flynn backed up Aaron Rodgers at one point. Flynn, somebody was convinced that Flynn was going to be really good because of his backup. They, he's just, you look at him almost like major leagues. You look at him as an asset, almost like the minor leaguers. You have these nice assets that you could put together and go get somebody. So you can't just think of, oh, he's never going to step on the field.
2: He might end up becoming more attractive to another team. I Remember, Matt, you were going to put him in an airplane. This is all a very different tone than last week. We were going to have this guy get his pilot's license. When he played for the 49ers last week, we had the same conversation, and it was never about the trajectory or or project (laughs) of Trey Lance. (laughs) But now he plays for the Cowboys, and it's all different. No more airplanes for this guy. Did
1: I – during the Brandon Cook story, I, think I said so. Was I You said Trey you Lance. Said Trey Aaron, Lance do you remember this? Yes,
2: Aaron, Aaron does. <laughs> Last week you were putting him in the cockpit, and today – Well, oh, I put him – The second I would coming of Matt fl- Flynn.
1: I would still let him go fly a plane. <laughs> I mean, he's not that valuable. But well, And by the way, the second coming of Matt Flynn is not that great, but again, <sighs> not it, terrible. it could be – he could become attractive – Two other teams. I, I think Aaron's
2: right more than anything, Matt. I, I, if I have to side with you or Aaron, cause I think you're attacking from different angles. I am with Aaron. Maybe you throw him in some packages. The goal line. He's six foot four, two twenty. It's a big kid. I just don't think. I don't know if you're ever going to get to a point where he, he, <laughs> he is increasing in value on the bench.
1: I think the thought is get him to the point where you feel so great about him that someday he could be a potential replacement to Dak.
2: I mean, that's That's a lot. Their mind—that's a lot, Matt. The the next—you think he could be the next starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? You really believe that? I'm
1: just saying, why why not at least explore it? I'm not saying he is. What about Will Greer? Why not explore Will Greer? Well, because they decided that this guy had more upside than Will Greer, and I don't think anybody on this show right now would disagree with that. I agree. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. So they moved along, Will. And by the way, they gave Will a great opportunity the other night. He looked awesome. And then when they cut him, like somebody's going to jump in there and want Will Greer as their backup. Will Greer at some point this year will be a number two somewhere. And that's great. Start for for the Falcons.
2: I'm with Aaron on that one too. (laughs) Aaron could start for the
1: Falcons. (laughs) I like like that beard that Greer has. Do you think he – it's so dark. He's a young Hmm. man to be like coloring his beard, but it's just – It's uniquely dark. Like, I think there's some just-for-men type whatever that he puts in there. That's a great look that he has, that dark, dark beard. But I thought he played beautifully the other night and was kind of excited for him. And then I thought late the Raiders, if you watch that game to the end, uh, the Raiders had some bunch of backup wide receivers that could catch everything. Like, I was very impressed with the random, like, six-string receivers for the Raiders I have to say that but man Greer was good oh it was I was excited to uh to see that and I'm sad to see Jabril Cox I mean I feel like everybody just went ahead and after that game was like well we'll see you Jabril I kind of other night he was putting his head in there making some plays who else made a play the other night somebody somebody came in there golly I'm trying to remember because Jabril Cox was kind of cleaning it up but somebody got my attention with an unbelievable uh, play on like a run play. They hit, they put on the Raiders. I'll, I'll look back at my notes. I mean, I wish y'all could see my preseason game notes. These things are very, very extensive. Uh, I'm going
2: right. to need proof of that. <laughs>
1: it is. Uh, I'll snap some photos, maybe put them on Twitter. Uh, it, is, uh, it is time for something we call the NFL Blitz. And remember, we're about an hour away from G.J. Kenny. Texas State Bobcat fans, gather around. Baylor fans, you'll want to know what that coach is up to.
4: All of that coming up next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntexsportsfan.com
10: boy is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there. It's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from need exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust The Doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give The Doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a
5: house call.
13: Did you know,
12: Now is a great time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
13: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hey, neighbor. I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. (laughs) 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org/. 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out any time you need it. Huh. Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by
11: NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. And we're back. You hear the music. You know what it
1: means. We need to take a look around the NFL. And uh, we've got uh, – man, we, I love that Trey Lance talk uh, and uh, some interesting things on the, in, in regard to that. Uh, Aaron, start us off here as we go around the NFL – with the NFL Blitz.
3: We will start with the Cowboys trade for Trey Lance on Friday. They gave up a fourth round pick for the former number three overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft. A draft that saw the 49ers trade three first round picks to move up for Lance when the, after the trade happened, Dak Prescott was asked about the trade and he said, quote, that he's not surprised. Here's Dak Prescott's
10: reaction to the recent trade for Trey Lance. I mean, obviously, I understand it's a business. Uh, you got the first-round talent, um, and uh, you're always trying to make your team better. Um, but that's, that's, that was the front office, so we're going to welcome him as we do any teammates. Um, and uh, hope he just makes us better, and then we're going to continue to get back at it and know we've got one goal as a team.
1: And I heard that in thought, Dak was maybe not embracing him. What I kind of thought Dak was doing the other night, Drake was saying, hey, love you, Will Greer. Love your performance. Have gotten to know you these last couple of years and that they really formed a bond. And so it wasn't really about, oh, I'm mad that they brought in Trey Lance. It's just that I thought he was being really honorable and doing the, the cool thing and giving a really nice goodbye to Will
2: Greer. Yeah, it's a business. It's a business, and at the same time it's a business run by humans. And Dak doesn't make a decision to take Will Greer out of the organization, so he's going to miss his buddy. You already saw what he said about Ezekiel Elliott. Now Will Greer is gone too. Obviously those two very different, but they were friends. I thought it was it was uh, in good taste for Dak to take that approach.
3: The Arizona Cardinals continue to do their best to win the Caleb Williams lottery. Williams, the USC quarterback, expected to be the number one overall picking next year's draft. The Cardinals today, not surprisingly, said that Kyler Murray won't be activated from the pup list before tomorrow's 3 p.m. deadline. Not shocking coming off the ACL injury. More surprising, though, they released quarterback Colt McCoy today, a day before teams are required to narrow their roster to 53 players. The move comes four days after trading for quarterback Joshua Dobbs from the Titans. McCoy, the 36-year-old who signed with the Cardinals in 2021, was the first-team quarterback all spring.
2: Matt, uh, did I tell you I'm not going to be in studio on Thursday? I mean,
1: I guess this is as good as time as any. Yeah, the, I, I got a <laughs> call. It was a
2: Phoenix number. They want me to come try out to be quarterback. So I, I'm going to be gone for a couple of days.
1: You know, the funny thing is, Aaron, you know, Drake does have a little bit of that George Plimpton look about him. The famous journalist who once was part of the, uh, 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 a movie or a book, he wrote a book, And he he played in the preseason with the Detroit Lions, actually played in a preseason game. He has that kind of height and the look. And George Plimpton did join the Detroit Lions. So I could see Drake somehow showing up and and being part of the story. But it is a strange group they've assembled. Dobbs, trade for Dobbs. There goes Colt. Now, man, I – what did you – Aaron, I just want to make sure I had this right. Did you say Colt McCoy – has been released. I mean, this guy yeah. is just a perennial. He's been doing it. Colt McCoy played for the University wow. of Texas yeah. in that 2009, um, you know, uh, national championship game. So that makes him, ooh, 14 years ago. He was 22 at the time. on. He's about 36 years old, right? 35 years old or something like that. But he is the he's the greatest backup. He's kind of like our man Colt, who went to, or not Colt, um, who was the guy that went to uh, Missouri, and was a backup, but he's still a backup. All these years later. Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels. He's made so much money and never and hardly ever Yeah. Played. Been paid huge That's money. Chad Henny. Henny's had a good long run. You're right. Long time backup. Journeyman. Like, would you rather have Colt than either of these Cowboys quarterbacks? Well, it's too late. They got they feel good about Rush. And now they've got the project, Trey Lance. And I am just firmly, I didn't like, as Drake pointed out, didn't love Trey with the 49ers, but now have embraced him and love him with the Dallas Cowboys. This is one of the better trades Uh. Jerry has done in a while. Although Aaron points out, I mean, they have hit on a lot of great fourth round picks and we'd always have to start with Dak Prescott taken in the fourth round of the 2016 draft and then airing that one year where they got Dalton and who else in the fourth round? Doran's Dalton Armstrong. And Dorrance Armstrong, who's become a stalwart on this defensive line for the Dallas Cowboys. The fourth round. I wow. mean, maybe they shouldn't be so fast and loose with these fourth round picks, but I'm loving my man Trey Lance.
2: The Cardinals, by the way, have named backup quarterback Clayton Toon. Uh, he oh is the yes. number 1,984. And I am so glad that I have. I've only drafted
3: for one regular season league so far, and I made sure to get the Redskins defense. That was before they they cut Colt McCoy today, so I'm feeling pretty good about you that.
2: You didn't get Clayton Toon, the number 91? No, I have, the, I have the Redskins
3: defense against Clayton Toon.
2: I, <laughs> I like that a lot better. <laughs> You know Tune.
1: Uh, you know the I, name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember him well. And and they used to have another uh, former University of Houston yep. Cougar, Kevin Cobb, back in the day. Went to the Cardinals on a trade, and they thought he might be the starter. And uh, Kevin Cobb, K A L B, correct. Yeah, K O L B was like in remains. I think best friends with Kendall Bryles. Kind of an interesting TCU as we offensive go back coordinator. Through, you know, at one point there was some kind of wild thing where, if RG3 had have gone to Houston, he would have been in the quarterback room with Cobb, RG3, and Hayes who was Keenum? the other guy for the Texans that was such a great it was a, had a great run for the Vikings, former University of Houston quarterback. Aaron, you may have just said it. Face Keenum, yeah, yeah, Keenum. That would have been a – all three of those guys would have been in Art's quarterback room at U of H. But then Art left to come to Baylor, and the rest is history. RG3 comes. But think about that. Case Keenum, Kevin Cobb, and RG3 would have been in the same quarterback room at the University of Houston. I mean, nobody else has this stuff, Uh, Drake. All right, Aaron, what else do you have?
3: The Chicago Bears also cut a veteran quarterback today as they released – B.J. Walker, Walker, 28, who signed a two-year contract worth $4.15 million in March with over $2 million in guarantees after three seasons with the Carolina Panthers. He was brought in ostensibly to be Justin Fields' backup. He will not be. That will now go more than likely to rookie Tyson Bagnett, who <laughs> is now listed as second string. Their third string quarterback is Nathan Peterman, so... I guess the Bears should hope that it doesn't get to that point. Bagnette was the second quarterback to enter the Bears preseason finale, and he also played in the uh, Senior Bowl for one of the Bears coaches.
1: Okay. I feel like we looked at this the other day trying to get, however you say, B-A-G-E-N-T. Drake, are you familiar with this young man's work? Uh, I mean, benet
2: benet
1: <laughs> No, it's Binked? not. It, This is not a New Orleans beignet. Um, Okay, Aaron, guess where he went to college? Shepherd College. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Tyson, I'm going to say... Bagent? Bagent? Yeah, Yeah. Bagent. Maybe it's just, you know, plain and simple. Bagent. I like Bagnet, though, honestly. I mean, I'll go whatever. But he came from... He's the last person that expected to be the backup quarterback. Good for him. Majors. I bet his
2: family's really excited. I bet his Bad whole you. hometown is very excited. Okay. Was so this
1: team all American? D two all American, oh. and was a was a first team all MEC, Mech, whatever that is, and Harlan Hill Trophy for I believe the best player in Division Two. All right,
2: Middle Earth Conference. Uh, this is the last time P.J. Walker will play in the NFL. James Blunt would say goodbye, never- my lover, goodbye, my friend. I, I think his career is done.
1: I think we're seeing a trend, Aaron. Uh, Drake loves to make proclamations, lots of predictions. So I think at some point we're going to have to write what a has lot been of wrong these yet. down. We got
3: to keep receipts on this. What has been wrong yet?
1: <laughs> we have to keep. Well, we're early. We're very early in the process. You just entered. Write that week down. Week two. Of your tenure here at ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, oh, man, this is, uh, this is strong stuff. All right, Aaron, you got one more?
3: I do. Um, yeah. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford is, course, having, this. is having trouble connecting with his teammates. That's <laughs> according to his wife, Kelly, on her podcast the morning after with Kelly Stra- uh, Stafford. She said, quote, he says it's so different and so hard to get to know these guys. He had a book printed out. He had the equipment guy get a book printed out of all their faces and all their names because he's like, I need to know their name. So he came up with a not super original, but a, a I think pretty effective way probably to learn everyone's names. And that's a, a book of pictures.
1: I, I kind of like it because he and his wife went on to say everybody's on their phone the whole time. and. And he, he wants to spend time with them and get to know them. Even at training camp, they're just constantly get to their locker and they're in their phones. And I kind of like Stafford's trying to learn everybody, get to know them, and just feels like, hey, I can't lead this team if I don't know all these guys and get to know them. Social media and phones have changed a lot of relationships. But even... I mean, Drake, I, don't you kind of admire Stafford's know. take here? or are you, Oh, gosh.
2: Well, I here get comes, it, right? Here you comes you the don't young. want them to be on their phones. <laughs> but I, my weird thing is his wife giving out the locker room information on her podcast, also named the morning after. Um, and apparently she said the players say sir to him, which is quite intriguing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Stafford's 35. I, that's He is older than our next guest on this show. So I, I get why where where he probably feels a little out of touch with the rookies. It just yeah. feels weird. Had I walked at Matt, so I, I, I have an intern who is at Baylor right now, and she's spectacular, doing a lot of social media work for me. <laughs> Had I asked her day one, like, hey, yo, get me a name sheet of all of the people at ESPN Central Texas, names and faces. I think it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know if I am, am completely vibing with that idea for Matt Stafford to demand a staffer give him names and faces on a sheet for the rookie you are
1: not. You do not need an intern. Stop. Stop doing weird things. This is just. This is just it's strange like, behavior by you. It's like when you. you well, what is the strange behavior here? It's like when Kramer had
3: a had an intern on Seinfeld for Kramerica
2: Industries. I do. There's a class oh of interns, gosh. and they wanted to put them in various oh career opportunities. So I'm in what, a class from where, like Baylor University, Baylor? where we graduated. yes. Well,
1: I need one. I mean, my oh, gosh, well, you, you just could have a, one. You just got your diploma. You just graduated. Three the jobs. You're already first, distinguished your, alumni. Your, your first thing you do is get an intern. This is just I don't know. Very Aaron, valuable. You've seen, a very valuable intern, asset. Aaron, has the intern peeked in the studio to like to check? She has. Has I she... have met her. Yes, yes. kidding. Very, very nice. It's a real thing. What is the intern's name? Do I can
2: Am I allowed to disclose that? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, I you don't have to. Brooklyn. Nobody's All mate. right, Brooklyn. <laughs> that help you? You sleep at night? Sorry, Matt. That I'm prepared and have help. That's not. No. No. There, you're not. You should not. I'm going to talk to all the powers that be. What are you, this, what are you this about
1: situation, what? This situation will, change. Brooklyn, I'm sorry. I am sorry <laughs> this has happened. And we will be, I will, I'm going to talk to the proper authorities and we will get all this taken care of. All right. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. As we move along and more misery for the Texas Rangers. And a reminder, G.J. Kenny, head football coach, Texas State joins us. At 435 this very afternoon.
4: All that coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial
0: Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254 723 5471 that's 254-723-5471 with financial group located in waco don't wait call today okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even
12: the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your
16: house's lid. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over.
10: Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust The Doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give The Doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. Go so, for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a
11: house strong.
4: Find sports news streaming, and
16: show podcast at SyntechsportsFan.com. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sport. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family, the name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's number one spot for great sports and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. Construction makes getting
0: here harder, so we make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. Drive it and you will see. Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, get a GMC Sierra at Richard Carr and save $57.50. Drive off in a new Richard Car Sierra for only $34,995. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Richard
6: Carr, they have the truck for you. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for
8: detail. Warning, free Genco Kasasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory courtesy of Genco FCU.
0: My money, my future.
4: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Beastie Boys playing as we speak. Drake Toll here, Aaron Sexton Uh, later this hour. 35 minutes after the hour, G.J. Kinney, Texas State coach, will join us. And uh, that'll be fun. Drake, um, you reached out to the Texas State folks. Boy, they immediately, yeah, what do you guys need? Thought that was great. Um, G.J. Kinney is a hot name in college athletics. And, you know, this has not always been the greatest job, Texas State. I mean, I can't say that... You know, a lot of things are stepping stone kind of jobs. I mean, it's hard to remember anybody that's gone to Texas State and then immediately taken the next step. Jim Wacker did it way back in the day. Um, uh, Dennis Franchoni did it back in the day. Ended up at uh, TCU. Obviously, he went to Alabama at some point. But it, it does happen, but it happened a while back ago. Uh, Drake, this is an intriguing This is an intriguing school program, and if anybody's going to fire it up and get them going, it's this guy. Because the truth is, they've got a huge enrollment. Um, It's a fun school. I mean, I, I don't really understand why it's been so hard to get things done there, but it really has. Nobody's really been able to get it going in a pretty long time at Texas State.
2: When is the last time you remember Texas State being good at football?
1: You know, I'm sure there were some years that we're not thinking about where somebody had a decent year or two. Yeah, I mean they like back in two thousand and fifteen or something. I, I don't know. But you're in
2: San Marcus, their all time records so I've done the you know, the game study has begun for this week. I have in my notes all time record of five twenty six and four ninety four. That's a winning record. That's not that's not bad. So they have to be good. It's it's somewhere in here. I just can't I can't recall in my lifetime when they were a really solid program. Well, those coaches I mentioned were
1: before your lifetime.
2: That is correct. Franchoni uh,
1: was there, and and um, yeah, it it, it was. Uh, and Jim Wacker spent time there. Well, Franchoni he, he came back TCU, right? and then Minnesota may have finished up his career there. I think he Came back something like that. Yeah, that that, that sounds somewhat familiar but uh yeah it's not been a and they got they they did something crazy with that last coach spavital where they they didn't recruit high school players one whole class they just went straight portal and didn't get a single high school freshman you talk about making all the high school coaches mad do that yeah i mean that's a that is a problem back to back
2: uh uh... Division two national champions, 81 and 82, Win.
1: so there's that. That had to be Jim Wacker.
2: It was Jim Wacker, yes. Yeah.
1: And then he went on and had greatness at TCU, was one of the most entertaining personalities ever in the SWC. And then much like uh, SMU, they got in trouble, and he went on. I think he went to Minnesota Golden Gophers. After that, but uh, that was back in the '80s. Aaron remembers this. Drake. That was when coaches shows were just awesome and hilarious. And now, and I love Grant's Now he wasn't, you know, Grant was not trying to be funny. Grant was just great, and he had this great voice and all of that. When I was a kid, but Wacker was off the wall, hilarious, funny, and we would all gather around well, Sunday evenings. You could watch the. Uh, Fred Akers show for UT, and you watch the Jim Wacker show for TCU, and then, of course, like at 9 o'clock, this was all on KTVT, maybe Channel 11, you would have uh, Grant Taft. maybe kind of late, but the parents would let me stay up late to watch the Grant Taft show. So you can imagine when I'm a freshman at Baylor, and he becomes my Sunday school teacher at First Baptist uh, Waco, that was pretty fun. And I always would show up hoping he would talk about the night before. Like you can imagine, they, they upset the defending national champion Colorado in 1991, and I show up at Sunday school hoping Grant will talk about the night before. And, of course, Grant, being Grant, he would always have his scripture ready, and it would be a great lesson, you know, on the Lord. But I was kind of showing up hoping for a little. <laughs> and, oh, but he would fly home, and then on Friday, Saturday night, no matter what time they got home, it could be 2 in the morning he would like tape the coaches show when he got home or maybe wake up and do it at like 6 30 the next morning and with frank fallon and then later probably did it with john morris and, and uh yeah that those were but that was when coaches shows were a huge thing in like the 70s and 80s and now it's everything's on espn plus the whole shebang but you oh drake you would have you would have loved it. It was so much fun.
2: Yeah. All right, um, uh, Matt. I, I did find yeah. out by the way. Texas State has been Division One FBS for ten years. They have yet okay. to make a bowl game. They haven't been to a bowl game. That'd,
1: that'd be a good. That'd be a good thing to ask JG. Like how G, GJ. Like do how, you want
2: it or do you want me to ask that? No, go ahead. You no, know, you can take. Dibs. Like how if you want how it?
1: How big? Uh, how big of a? Uh, yeah, I like that one. How big of a? A, a goal is that uh because i would imagine he'll kind of get tell us hey it's a process it's all part of the process they hope they get there or maybe he know, just says gotta, yes you got to speak this thing into existence well we don't want to ask him a question that elicits a yes we need well, him to. <laughs>
2: well think about this do you like a coach we, we had this conversation at lunch with jerry hill do you like ed bryce cherry do, like, do you like a coach that has moxie it's like yeah we're going to a bowl game or a coach that says oh you know we're going to try really hard it's a process we do we're going to trust in ourselves." which which do you prefer
1: I mean, it's more fun as a fan and media for someone that will exactly. just come right out and say, name it, and say, this is what we're doing. I love that. Like when Rule, that second year, Rule came out at like a spring game and said, we're going to a bowl game this year. I mean, you know, and he, he promised some big things, and he delivered on some big things. So, I, yeah, I like – that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Now, they had uh, the late, great Guy Morris – Did some good things at Baylor, but he was more of a, we need better facilities. Our facilities aren't very good. You know, he was that style. Like, he wasn't going to promise a lot, but he he certainly did some good things. They just could not break through. And guess who was his quarterback? That would be none other than Sean Bell, who uh, Uh,
7: had 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 a a huge upset
1: over Texas A&M. Was one of the great victories of that whole era when they took down Texas A&M and we hadn't beaten them in forever. And uh, it was a uh, it was a big, big moment for the Bears. Now the Rangers continue to be in a free fall. Scherzer got out, pitched really well, pitched seven innings the other day, uh, and, and and gave a gutty performance, and they won the game, won a close game. Well, they they broke it open, and how did they do it? By just they had they they were walking, they were walking, they were taking walks, and I think they walked. I think the guy walked in like two or three runs, and that's how they won on Saturday. So, you know, feeling finally like you broke that horrible streak. And then yesterday, Drake, it just, what a horrible moment as they keep getting leads, and they got a lead in the bottom of the ninth, and they forfeit that, and then they get called in the bottom of the ninth on on like a disengagement. You know now yep. there's like rules where you can you know the catcher can only call time out so many times. The hitter's the same way. The pitcher and and they get called and it puts a runner on. And sure enough, the whole thing, uh, the whole thing, came unwound and they lose the game in the thirteenth in the worst of ways, which was a walk off walk. There's no worse way. Maybe a maybe a. A hit batter walk off, but the walk off walk, and I know, and, and I happen to be listening to it, you know, because I love listening to those games on the radio. And it was like they, the, the first pitch looked like a strike. They didn't call it a strike. And then it was just like ball, 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 game over. And, the, and, the, and the, it was just awful to, to hear that, to go to a three zero count and know you got a pitcher on the mound who has no chance of throwing a strike. And they're like, ball's low, game's over. And that's it. That was uh, Jared Sandler's call. And, uh, I mean, you saw some pitchers that struggled in Alaska, I'm sure, Drake, calling all those games this summer. And, 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 you know, that's always tough, and it makes a game longer and all that. But at the major league level, to, to have a guy out there that can't throw strikes in the 13th inning and you lose the game that way is so demoralizing. And I think he walked, what, two or three straight. Three, I I think think it was three. It was Jonathan Hernandez. And by the way, he almost struck outside. He had two strikeouts sandwiched around three walks. Man, it's just, it's very, very demoralizing to be a Rangers fan right now. And for the first time all season, they're not in first. Or there was one day, I think the whole season, where they weren't in first. And now they are not so this is the second day of the season, they are not in first place.
3: Can you give you a couple of quick stats? Yeah. For the season, this is mind blowing. I'll get to this week how bad it's been. But yeah. for the season, the Rangers have twenty-five blown saves and twenty-four converted saves. So they've blown more than they've more games than they've actually saved, which is I don't think I've that's ever seen of. before. Yeah. No, that's unheard of. And this week they've blown five of six <laughs> save opportunities. <laughs> Twice this week, they blew two save opportunities in a single game. It has been heart gut wrenching to watch the Rangers this week, which is why I really haven't
1: i mean it's it's just it's just awful and 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 Drake too there's nothing worse when there's just no recourse like you're like, why? Why you still have him out there? Yeah, and it's like they don't trust anybody behind him. You're out there in the thirteenth inning. You got Hernandez on the mound. I, I don't exactly know who was left. You know, you got the rule now where they've got to face three batters. But now I looked; he'd already faced enough to get him out of there. But I mean, I, I kind of thought maybe you just move on at that point. You know, if he walks a couple, get him out of there. Hey, by the way, you know who was at the plate? Number nine hitter number nine light hitting 214 hitting dude up there and and you can't throw him a single strike Drake that was a, that was a rough rough way to go.
2: yeah uh can't can't play with them can't win with them can't do it I'm not I'm not having a very good time watching these games they just they get up they're winning you know you saw that twin series a few times and then they just didn't they didn't win the ball game i don't know it's it's fr- at least you get the mets now you get the mets they also have the exact same syndrome it's a, <laughs> it's a battle of who wants to win less between the rangers and the mets this week hopefully the rangers can take a couple and at this point you need the astros and the mariners both to just falter somewhere the rest of the way cuz you're doing no favors to yourself
1: The only redeeming thing is you've finished the season with a ton of game against the Seattle Mariners, so it will be, if you could kind of hang on here, you get to go mano a mano. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but at least you kind of know who you're going up against, and you go straight at them, and we'll see how it works out. Matt Mosley's show, Drake Dole, Aaron Sexton rolling along on a Monday, and let's keep this thing going. Uh, we've got the coach of Texas State, G.J. Kinney, coming up at 435. Next, going to catch, uh, catch you up on a little breaking news uh, on the
4: ACC front. The Pac-4, what's the latest? That's next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
13: Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother, Jerry, played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son, Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051.
4: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com.
13: King of the road.
3: When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
12: English Maids is a residential and commercial cleaning company servicing Waco Temple and surrounding Central Texas communities, owned and operated by Kay English and Laura English Thurman. Each employee goes through a complete extensive maid servicing training, screened by national background checks, and bonded. You'll always receive excellent service from people you can trust. Look them up at Englishmaids.biz. That's Englishmaids.biz. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area, offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson.
4: Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Hey, it is Matt Mosley, uh, G.J. Kenny joining us, the coach at Texas State, uh, in just a matter of minutes. It's happening at 435. But, you know, we thought we might take a look at some of the high school action on Friday. I happen to yeah. see a game that involved a combined I think it was like 35 penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19. Well, I told you that. That was that Thursday night game. Now, you were doing a Friday night game. Drake told uh, the voice of China Spring football. Now, both uh, China Spring play in Lorena. China Spring does what we thought they would do. Yep. But now, what was it? was it pretty clean? Was it about what you'd expect for week one? What was that? Uh, what stood out to you in that matchup?
2: Uh, you know, five or six unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. So Ooh. certainly lived up to the rivalry hype. Uh, Jaden Porter did not have a very good game at receiver. The Baylor commits. So I was a little sad to see that. Trying to spring keyed in on him. Uh, Yeah, final score 35-13. Lorena number six in class 3A. China Spring is number one in Class 4A Division 1. They've got a legitimate shot to win 4A 1 again because of the depth. That surprised me. But there were other other scores around not just the area, but also the state that were pretty shocking. Uh, Bernie, who played in the state championship against China Spring last year, playing unranked 5A Corpus Christi Flower Bluff, 42-35. Bernie lost that game. So China China Spring is set up to, to get another ring this season. At least they're still the favorite. Carthage, 30. Kilgore, 27. Carthage, maybe a down year for them, which would be surprising. Stephenville, the perennial powerhouse, 28. Midlothian Heritage, 31. I wasn't expecting that. Then around the area, I wow, that University-Robinson game. University lost 17-15 to them last year. This year, a 43-21 win for University. Team that made the playoffs last year unexpectedly. I had my eyes glued to that score. Mansfield, 42 Midway 31 Waco high Waco high Matt the Lions got to win this week Do you see it they got to win this week uh can't say that most weeks University and Waco high won on the same Friday night for the first time since I think I moved to Waco which was five years ago they beat Southwest 35 32 uh Riker. We don't have to talk about 63-6 to to they lost. But Franklin, 36-33 over Woodville. Uh, Mart is Mart. Again, I think they're in line to win another state championship for themselves. There were some really interesting Connolly 64-13 over Mahea. They got Kobe Black. You mentioned Kobe Black last week. He is – I talked to Tyler Beatty, the China Spring coach, this morning. He said Kobe Black is the – the best, not Jaden Porter, not Graydon Grimes, not even Cash McCollum. He said he thinks Kobe Black's the best athlete in the area. He really was impressed with what he put on film. Uh, and then Crawford o- over Goldwaite, 28-14. Die ball, 14. Madisonville, 24. A lot of good. Uh, it's back. West, 17. Godly, 7. It's back. High school football is back, Matt.
1: My goodness. I mean, that was... Uh... That was a whirling dervish of activity. Thank you. I mean, right around Central Texas in a hurry. I felt like the scoreboard show just broke out again. We had uh, Lark and Steven Simcox doing a nice job Friday night. And then uh, that is Drake going over all the scores and some of the people involved. And I like that. that Obi Toby Black. Yeah, Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn wrote all that together for me. <laughs> Brooklyn. I you, didn't watch a single do? game. Need to put Brooklyn on the air. I like um I like I like w I like Brooklyn's work doing a nice job there uh in this internship and I hope this is uh, this better not be an unpaid internship. Drake needs to reach in those oh, deep pockets. Not. He owns a company and let's uh it's let's, make, let's make sure we're paying some folks uh we if are. we're gonna <laughs> If we're going to have them, I I guarantee you we're not going to pay them, are we, Aaron? <laughs> it's not. It's not. There's uh-huh. going to be no paid internships at uh, at our place. Okay, uh, that's good stuff and um, excellent to catch up on some of the high school action. And I love seeing Midway putting up a big fight, having a lead in that in that uh, in that second half. Just couldn't quite get it done, but I I did love the fight that they showed. Uh, and, uh, man, just I had trouble hearing that one late, but it's still a good effort by, uh, uh, by Midway. All right. See, uh, Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas,
4: and we will talk to the coach of Texas state GJ Kenny next. This
5: is. this is ESPN central Texas. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, medical, dental vision short and long-term disability life insurance 401k and more full-time positions offer 40 plus hours per week hourly employees are paid weekly at alamo steel they believe in above average pay to attract well-qualified individuals apply in person monday through friday eight till five at 2784 old dallas road one block off interstate 35 in Lacey lakeview
13: Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots.
0: They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas.
13: When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco.
0: Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254 362 2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M U N C K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300.
4: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
12: Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook. Licensed TACLB106271E.
11: Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with rockmymortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, rockmymortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. rockmymortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at rockmymortgage.com. Today.
1: Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember for the best skills in the biz with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's
1: Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now joined by G.J. Kenny, Texas State. G.J., I'm so excited to have you on. I still think of you as a player. You're, so, you're such a young guy. I still feel like you've got years left uh, at quarterback. Now you're head coach at Texas State. Uh, man, congratulations! It's it's exciting that you're doing that, and exciting you're playing the Bears, where you have some history, don't you? Uh, with some yeah, family sure. ties.
9: Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you having me, and yeah, I, I think the same way. I think I could still probably throw it around a little bit if somebody, you know, wants to sign me. You know, they have to pay me a little bit more than back <laughs> in the day, but you know, I'd be willing to do it.
2: And hey, GGA, um, you, you mentioned coming to Waco this week and Matt, you touched on it with your dad, his ties to Baylor. It, it, what kind of memories are sparked when you return to Waco, when you walk into now the, I guess it's not brand new anymore, but your McLean stadium debut as a head coach.
9: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool actually. You know, obviously my, my dad playing there and, and me growing up, uh, uh, really a Baylor fan because of him and, and, uh, my sister graduated from there and, and, um, Went on to, to graduate from law school at Arkansas. We got an undergrad there. And then uh, my brother's obviously on the team there right now. And, and yeah, a bunch of bunch of Baylor, uh, Baylor uh, history. and, and So uh, who so are yeah, you rooting for? Let's for get
2: to the bottom of this. Who are you rooting for this week?
9: Yeah, definitely rooting for the Bobcats. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I got a lot of respect for, for you know, Coach Aranda and, and, and Baylor and, and uh, really everything they stand for.
1: Well, it's going to be amazing to see you uh, in that environment. Your dad was an awesome player. You had a great career. I, I like watching your team. I- I've been like looking at your quarterback room, and you've you've assembled one of the most interesting quarterback rooms in college football. And ex quarterbacks love to have a lot of quarterbacks, don't they? You like you like to surround yourself like Gruden used to have. He if he could have, he would have taken seven on a roster uh, yeah. in-, in in the quarterback room, and obviously you like that one of your quarterbacks i you know cj rogers used to be at baylor uh yeah. but are they're, they're familiar faces you went to the portal and and got some guys that were extremely talented what what is that about putting a group together like that that you like uh assembling that much talent guys that were heavily recruited
9: yeah yeah i think you're, you're exactly right um we, we have a bunch of really talented guys in there and i Felt like we needed to, um, you know, get that done. And uh, obviously, we're we, we signed Malik right when I got the job here. Um, that was probably one of the the first like, hey, maybe it, it's cool to go to Texas State now mm-hmm. um, type deals. And and obviously his his background of of you know big time Texas high school recruit signs with Arkansas is really KJ Jefferson's backup, who who's an extremely talented player that helped recruit to Arkansas, and then um you know malik goes there starts you know a game or two kind of their wildcat guy but you know he has very unique traits and that's always something i look for when you know not just quarterbacks and really when recruiting everyone but um you know obviously his maybe his superpowers is that he runs a four three and that he has an extremely strong arm um that can make all the throws um and you know when we got him we didn't know exactly really what 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 that was going to look like he had a tremendous spring and uh then we were able to to add TJ Finley um later in the process a guy that you know started for two SEC teams and uh a guy that's um you know very mature um and has played a uh, you know a lot of ball um and and so that was something that was very um you know uh, that made it, him very interesting to us. Um, obviously, he's six foot seven, two hundred sixty pounds, has a big time arm, um, and, and and so you know we like throwing the ball, but you know we're, we like running it too. So I think that's for us. It, it's one of those deals so early in the process, and and you know just it being game one. I think that's why you see the or sign next to those two guys is is because we you know want to mm-hmm. go out there and kind of see see what they can do.
2: Coach, when it comes to to your program and now being new, not just you, but uh, top three in the country and the most new transfers or new guys you brought in, do you have like a, a cookout or a grill, a barbecue? What, what do you do to bring everybody together? Because there's so many new faces, new coaches, new names to try to build on this program in year one.
9: Yeah, you're exactly right. We I think we did a little bit of everything. We went bowling. We went to arcades. We, we had cookouts. We went to the water park. Uh, team meetings and and special breakout sessions really everything that you know stuff that I've done in the past brainstorm and asking other guys uh, on staff and and guys on the team and I think that part has been been awesome it really has um I think we have a great staff we have a young staff that's able to relate to the guys and and um that that whole process was fun uh, it really was getting to recruit that many guys and 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 trying to find guys that can upgrade our roster and and guys with unique traits and unique backgrounds. And and that was fun. Now, now for us, it's the, obviously the challenges, you know, we're, we're playing a big 12 opponent, a big time, big 12 opponent, you know, week one. So uh, I think we'll learn a lot about our, our guys. Obviously I'm sure there'll be some growing pains. I'm sure there'll be some mistakes, but that's just part of it.
1: Have you uh, floated the river uh, with your players, very well-known river, obviously in, in uh, San Marcos, is that uh, was that any kind of uh, team bonding experience, or had you done that in the past? By the way,
9: yeah, yeah, we we uh, we talked about doing that um, for for one of the team bonding. We actually ended up going to and in, instead, <laughs> uh, but we, yeah, we definitely wanted to do that. Yeah, I've floated the river, and, and that's been fun. We had a recruiting event, you know, at the river, so yeah, we we definitely are going to use that river in a bunch of different aspects <laughs> what what stands
1: out about the bears defense when you start to break it down what they've done under Dave Aranda what really uh, stands out to you because uh, they've obviously added a lot of pieces brought some new players in so you may not be as familiar as some of the guys they've had in the past
9: yeah I think you know he he brought in a new DC or kind of a new DC has been with them uh, previously. So um, it's one of those, those situations where, you know, you're watching a bunch of tape, watching different years, watching different teams and, and trying to, you know, formulate, Hey, well, this is, you know, this is what we think they're going to do. Uh, but I think for us, it's more about us probably with so many new guys and being able to go out there and execute at a high level is is probably um, the number one thing we're focusing on. I, I think when you talk personnel for them, I think it starts, um, you know, in, in, in the box with the with the D line and linebackers, and they have great length up front. Um, guys that have played a lot of ball. I think their linebackers are super talented. You know, they brought in the the Liberty kid from from everything that I've I've listened to and read. Sounds like he's a he was a tremendous pickup for those guys. and um, you know, both the safeties are, are really talented and, and, uh, you know, maybe l- less experience maybe in the back end, but I think really good players. So, um, I think, you know, they're, they're very well coached. I think coach Aranda's, um, one of the the greatest defensive minds in all the game. So those guys will be prepared and, and ready to go. And, and, I uh, got to listen to their DC at the takes high school coaches association, um, clinic and, uh, uh, I was hoping he'd do a little more scheme than he did I mean, he was just uh, <laughs> uh, individual drills but uh you know he you could tell you know just the way he carried himself and, and spoke like like that guy's a, a big time ball coach so um you know they're they're they're, they're um, I, I told someone the other day, they're kind of. I don't even know if it's a sleeper. You know, I don't know if you're a sleeper, if you're a Baylor, but I, I see them doing some really big things this year in the Big 12. I, I think they're really talented, really on both sides.
2: Coach, a, a 12 win season in your first year as a head coach, now coming into Texas State who has not been to a bowl game as an FBS program. Is that a goal even in year one for bowl game number one to come to San Marcos under G.J. Kenny in year one?
9: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's, you know, a big reason why I took this job is, is, uh, you know, saying, you know, doing something that that people may say, hey, can't be done here. So uh, we got a chip on our shoulder, and and uh, I think the way we've recruited and and the coaching staff that's here and and the guys and uh, the administration that that's in place now, uh, starting with our president, I think we're gonna have opportunities to to be in every game and win every game that we play. Um, we just have to, you know, go out there and, and prove it, and go out there and execute, and and hopefully get some 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 belief and buy-in as this thing goes. Like you said, you have so many new players. Um, you want to be able to, you know, start getting that buy-in and, and the confidence level really going early.
1: What are you seeing from facilities, the community buy-in, the administration? Obviously, you wouldn't have come there if you didn't think they were going to take the steps that you needed them to take. Is that did that happen almost immediately? Um, what what did you kind of say to them as you were coming in? Hey, here's what we need, and then what have you seen since you took that job?
9: Yeah, I, I think it starts with President Dampfus. I think he's a uh, unbelievable president, the best I've ever been around. Um, very pro athletics, and and um, he he's a he's a rock star. And Don Coriel, our AED. Um, is very similar and, and we we work really well together and, and, you know, really been able to give me everything that, that we feel like we need to, to go out there and, and like you said, go to that bowl game. So, um, that, that, that was all in place and that was very evident in the interview process and, and, and all that. And I think this thing will continue to rise. We got a $40 million end zone uh, facility going in. Uh, we're breaking ground, um, I guess the construction actually starts. We already broke ground, but the, the, the construction actually starts uh, next week. So um, we're really excited about that. I think that will really help in recruiting and, and, and that whole deal and, and uh, really help our, our current players. Really everything that's being uh, done with this end zone complex is, is going to affect um, our, our student athletes uh, tremendously with the new weight room, new training facility, new players' lounge, um, all those kind of good things. So um, really excited about that. And then I think location for us uh, was was probably the number one thing for me. To be honest with you, um, you know, you're right in between Austin and San Antonio. I'm a Texas guy. I felt like I could recruit this area really well. And we're always going to recruit Dallas and Houston and East Texas, and and um, and now you're so close to San Antonio and, and Austin um you're gonna be able to attract some some really good players and and with the portal now you're able to steal some guys some high school kids and and uh so yeah it, it was a no-brainer for me it was, it was really one of those jobs that I always kind of circled like man i said that in my opening press conference the right guy really got that job you know better watch out and, and and i really believe that now after you know being on the job uh since since uh december
2: coach you shake hands post game you walk into the locker room having just knocked off baylor shocking a lot of people what has to happen for that to be a reality you
9: know i think for us um we gotta play a really clean game um ball security will be at a premium always it always is especially early um you know especially for us we have so many new faces and so many new um you know players touching the ball and and uh, I think some, some things are going to have to roll our way. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, we're, we're not there yet. We're, we're, we still got a – I still got a coach's show tonight, a Tuesday practice, a Wednesday. <laughs> I, I'm, I, for us, every meeting, every every practice is, is, is crucial for us. So, um, But, you know, I know our guys will be ready and, and, and are, they're, they're going to play extremely hard.
1: How special is that Gilmer High School connection – uh, you have with Jeff Trailer. I mean, isn't it kind of surreal sometimes to think he's at UTSA now, you're at yeah. Texas State, uh, you all had that special time together when you transferred into Gilmer, had an amazing uh, numbers that you put up, um, and I bet you're still great friends and connected. Like, how big an influence did he have on you, and does he continue to have that kind of influence?
9: Yeah, he he definitely does and and uh you know, we went to the Texas High School Coaches Association. We had like a FBS head coaches meeting and I'm sitting in there and I walk in and you you have all these legends uh in there and 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 I guess Jeff's one of those guys now, but you know, I'm just sitting right next to my high school coach, you know, one of those <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of, you know, surreal to be honest with you. Um uh, but yeah, I talked to Jeff multiple times a week. Um I was in his son's wedding, you know, me and Jeff um, I mean, Jeff is basically family to me, and and uh, he's uh, he's a tremendous coach, and, and uh, so I go from Baylor to, to UTSA week two, so um, you know I guess welcome to being an FBS head coach.
2: Coach, what have you found to be the biggest challenges moving into the FBS? I mean, you mentioned the, the bowl, the ten year bowl drought, and transfer portal, and and really where I want to go with this, especially is is realignment. As you see the Power Five shake up around you, how is that affecting the schools that we might not think about in the Big 12?
9: Yeah, I think um, it's one of those situations where I think it, it's helped us in some ways. You know, I only really spent one season in FCS, um, but but just, the you know, kind of seeing UCF, you know, I, I was there um, in 2021, seeing them going to Big 12 now, I think it's really – Help recruit, um, you know, some quality players over there. Um, they're, they're, they've been able to recruit at a higher level than, than they have previously. I think, um, you know, NIL and, and those type of situations, anytime you're moving up um, or, or trying to be uh, a contender in the league you're at, you're going to have to nowadays, you're going to have to be, um, have a, a very good uh, NIL situation. Um, so that's something that we're working on over here. And obviously the facilities and, and all that have to be, um, you know, really, just they have to be good enough to, 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 to you know, house and and um, have that many players and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I feel like we're on the right track. You now we still got a lot of work to do, but um, it's uh, definitely an exciting time over here at Texas State.
1: I may have a Gary Joe Kenny jersey, your dad's old Baylor jersey from when I was a kid, and if I had to th- think hard enough, maybe. He was like number 42 or something like that, and he made like every tackle. And back then you could, you know, there weren't as many rules. So some of those hits, your dad was coming in pretty high. And then later he would go on to Kaufman. He was an assistant at Kaufman, where I went to high school, uh, like right after I graduated. So it's just, uh, it's really fun for this thing to come full circle. Do you ever, uh, does he ever break out any game film? When's the last time you saw your dad uh, flying around the field a little bit?
9: Yeah, I actually growing up, um, you know, my, my grandpa, uh, you know, he was my little league coach, and he obviously was very involved in my dad's life, and uh, had a bunch of his college film. Uh, so I would I used to pop it in and and uh, watch it, and, and just really just be amazed, obviously, it's your dad. But I remember I think it was versus Kansas. He had a, I don't know if it was a pick six or a big time interception. I remember vividly watching that game, um, and and you know obviously he he. We're, we're we're different in a lot of ways but uh he was a, a true competitor out there and and uh you know bobby jack goforth you know uh, someone that, that you know his roommate and and someone that that uh was always around you know during my time and and uh i think they called him scary joe and and uh, so that kind of stuck with me a little bit i think he you know i was a quarterback he was a linebacker so i think he was you know, I think he, you know, he maybe had a little bit of a mean streak uh, back when he played. So, uh, you know, yeah, obviously a, a big-time fan of his game. And then but you could see it, you know, obviously he was my high school coach. Um, and the way, you know, he carried himself, I think we coached very similar. Um, you know, the the all the players always loved him. Um, and uh, he got those guys to play really hard. You know, a player's coach. And uh, so, yeah, um, you know, being around my dad and, and uh watching his game film was always really cool coach your All favorite
2: right. quote for the movie varsity blues uh
9: I don't know if I'm allowed to say it no uh, <laughs> that that is a, that is a great movie uh, I don't know if I have just one favorite quote but it definitely uh definitely some good lines in there
1: well, I tell you, it was fun to get to catch up with you. Commander Cody and the Air Squadron, that was go forth in his bunch. Uh, yeah. They had, like, posters made. I think Cody Carlson was playing about the time your dad was playing. And, and your dad came out, obviously, I think it was North Mesquite. And uh, that's pretty uh, – those were amazing days in the TAF era. It's going to be fun to see you back. Not the same stadium your dad played in, but at McLean, hard by the Brazos River. So both schools on a river. This will be, uh, there's a lot of symmetry here, but it'll be fun to have you. And I, boy, it, you know, mentioning your brother, I kept seeing that Kenny on the roster and I was like, wait, is that Gary Joe? Like, how does that? And, uh, so, wow, that's your younger brother there. And, uh, that, that's gotta be interesting to, uh, look across the field and, and see a family in that way.
9: Yeah, that, that'll be really cool. And, and, uh, you know probably the only time in my my life unless he decides to come coach with me afterwards that you know we'll be on the same field together. so um, really really proud of Landry though um, and and the type of person he is and his his work ethic and and uh, really appreciative of, of Baylor and Coach Aranda for having him and and uh, I know he loves it there and uh, so yeah it'll definitely be a cool cool experience.
1: All right well, we hope to see you in person and uh, on Saturday. best of luck to you. And uh, as you get ready for that first game at uh, Texas state head coach uh, GJ thank you very much appreciate you doing this
9: yeah for sure for sure
1: there he goes GJ Kenny uh and from Gilmer Texas by way of yep. Canton and uh and by way of Mesquite so they're all kind of uh, the Kenny family man they have huge Baylor ties yeah. and uh, Drake, excellent job there. That is a Drake Toll special. Uh, he showed landing, up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. we're not going to keep score publicly on anybody who does or uh, does or doesn't show up. But hey, great! Uh, that was fun, and uh, he's an interesting guy because Drake. He's got the uh, he's got air raid background, like Chip Kelly. Yeah. Chad he's Morris. pass with him. Yeah, Chad Morris, some of that. But he's got air raid. He's got some other offenses. And he kind of has put together a bit of a hybrid. And as you heard Coach Aranda talking about today, he likes to get those receivers way outside. And so you just have um, a lot of different things that he's been e- exposed to. Boy, Doug Peterson, he also ran across probably when he was with the Eagles, I guess. But there's just a lot of different coaches he's been exposed to uh, and taken from all of them. And then Jeff Tr- Tr- Trailer, at the UTSA coach obviously has a, a huge imprint on him. But that'll be uh, – Drake, that's going to be fun to kind of watch the game within the game because uh, this guy – I mean, they may lose, and he didn't oh. try to come on here saying, hey, yeah. we're going to beat Baylor. But, like, they're going to do some fun stuff. Like, And, again, they may throw interceptions. It may not look pretty. But they're they're gonna sling it around and and we'll have some fun. Like Baylor's gonna get tested because I, he's too good of a quarterback and coach for them not to put the
2: ball in the air and have some fun. Right. I am more scared now after talking to him than than I was before. Because you think, all right, Texas State, this has been an automatic win for so long for Baylor. But now, I mean, he's a guy in year one in incarnate word who went twelve and two. He's he's not here to wait around, he's not here to rebuild. He's here to win now. He is. He's trying to implement the what what Jerome Tang did at Kansas State. You walk into a program that's been floundering, and then day one, year one, you flip it around. And after talking to him, seeing his resume, uh, he's he's scary, man. He, this guy is going to be a power five head coach in five five years, and based on his trajectory, and, and I think. They're going to give Baylor everything that the Bears can handle this weekend and and Dave said today in his press conference that he doesn't know. I mean he's having to pick and choose pieces of film from assistant coaches that are at Texas State now and from what Kenny has done in the past and and build what Texas State's going to be. There is no film on what this Bobcat's team is. They're they're going to be solid come Saturday.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that definitely is the case. Um, solid work by you, Drake, today. Thanks. We've got miles to go. Uh, we are taking this thing to 6 o'clock this evening. Drake will go back out. He's got more calls more to sales, make. Yeah. he got more clients. He's got to go close deals. And then he'll, uh, who knows, he may do some podcasting. I mean, I, I, I think maybe if you wanted to repurpose... You know, Let the people digest this, but if you wanted to repurpose a little bit of this on the old locked-on pod, that'd probably be okay. But uh, some good stuff. Uh, Drake, appreciate it. We'll uh, see you tomorrow, uh, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock tomorrow, Matt. We did it big again today. Okay, if you say so. Drake Toll uh, on the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron and I will continue down that path. But good stuff there, and uh, really glad uh, Drake was able to secure G.J. Kenny. And uh, love the Baylor ties. And anybody that watched Baylor back in the uh, eh, mid to late 80s, Gary Joe Kenny was a playing dude. And uh, his son has become a really good young head coach, 34 years old. And you heard him say he still thinks he could throw it around a little bit. Um, Aaron Rodgers is right now rolling at 38 or 39. Uh, but he's now head coach. Uh, G.J. Kenny is. But I guarantee you, he still has the best arm on his team. There's, there's no way that he, any of these guys can out-throw him because he's a really good, and he gave it a good workout at Tulsa, and then he had a little time in the NFL. And to extend his career, he even tried to play a little bit of wide receiver. He was an unbelievable. Kind of before we talked about dual athletes, he was one of those. He could run. He could throw. He could do it all. Uh, G.J. Kinney, now the coach of the Texas State Bobcats. All right, we will, uh, we will get rolling the 5 o'clock hour. We've got a lot to bring to you, including we'll hear from Dave Aranda. Had a really uh, interesting um, uh, his, his news conference today. Um, Drake and I attended, and we, uh, we had a good time talking to him and learning a few things. We'll let you hear from Dave Aranda. We'll do this as we start the 5 o'clock hour. We may start it, though, with a little Trey Lance. The Cowboys have traded...
4: For a former big-time first-round pick, Uh, we'll talk about it next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
7: Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni.
10: Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust The Doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give The Doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make
5: a
11: house call.
15: They have your favorite team's gear at Barefoot Campus Outfitter. New items arrive daily and include Central Texas's largest selection of polos, caps, tees, sweatshirts, and novelty items. Show your Baylor pride with Barefoot Campus Outfitter. 1508 Spate Avenue, Waco, just off I-35. You can shop online at barefootcampusoutfitter.com. Free shipping for orders over $50, because every day is game day.
4: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntexsportsfan.com.
12: Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner
4: Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in the greater, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley and uh, really some good stuff from uh, G.J. Kenny, the head football coach at Texas State who will play the Bears. In fact, we'll be able to use that on the pregame show. Aaron? Aaron is our director, producer extraordinaire on the uh, Baylor pregame show. We'll be on the air at 2 o'clock uh, on the uh, ESPN Central Texas uh, kickoff show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. And uh, we've got a beautiful set, stage, the whole shebang. But we've already got Aaron. That's one thing in the can. we got a G.J. Kinney interview. I mean that was a that was pretty pretty good long one. We enjoyed talking to G J Kenny. It is uh, we appreciate Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for what you do. Uh beautiful trucks out there on that lot in McGregor, Texas. And uh, they are the fine sponsors um well of a lot of things, but uh especially campus confidential. We're doing it at five o'clock because we usually do it at four forty, but we had a had uh, G.J. Kinney on. So 5 o'clock today, it is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do you have for us?
3: We will start with College Alignment News. Still waiting to see what the ACC will do as far as California, Stanford, and SMU. Pete Thamel, with his latest article on that subject, says a decision on ACC expansion expected this week. And sources told ESPN that there's, quote, continued momentum Towards the league, adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU. There will be a league president's meeting tonight. The president's call is scheduled for tonight. It was scheduled for tonight, excuse me. It's been canceled uh, because of an uh, apparent sh- shooting on North Carolina's campus. So don't know when there will be closure, but there's looks like there's going to be a vote. And according to the ESPN article, there are just kind of rumors that one of the no's has switched to yes, and that will be enough for the three teams to be accepted as members of the ACC.
1: Yeah, okay. I, you made me now kind of uh, – yeah, That. okay, good. That's good information uh, as uh, we – there is a uh, um, UNC. We're kind of looking and I to just, see what's yeah, going on Yeah, just in that article, here. right. Yeah, this is really scary, Um, and they do have a person of interest in today's uh, armed and dangerous person situation. Uh, Two hours ago, uh, NBC News was reporting a shelter-in-place issued at UNC as police searched for armed person. Uh, Campus police released a photo of the person of interest saying, if you see this person, keep your distance, put your safety first, and call 911. Um, they now have UNC police, a uh, a person of interest. And again, in today's armed, and dangerous person situation, and uh, we have very scary, scary photos of UNC Chapel Hill students trying to uh, escape out of uh, buildings, kind of helping each other out. As they, uh, as there was some of that going on. So, man, our hearts and thoughts go out to uh, what's going on with UNC uh, today. The, uh, as Aaron said, Pete Thamel, uh reporting 37 minutes ago that that uh, has been postponed, uh, and the decision because of that active shooter on the on campus today at UNC. Uh, the the uh, meeting, of course, the movement of that meeting is out of respect for everyone. At UNC, we'll watch this story and try to keep you posted on the latest because this is a really, really uh, scary situation uh, unfolding. And again, that was a while back. Earlier today, um, as of two hours ago, they were telling uh, uh, folks on campus to shelter in place, and so a lot of people uh, tracking this uh, this uh, thought. And I even see former. Uh, uh, and you're you're, you're watching. There's video out there of the uh, of police uh, searching for the uh, the shooter. So um, it does look like uh, ten minutes ago, uh, UNC has a statement out um, from the chancellor that uh, UNC community lost a faculty member in an act of violence on campus. Carolina will move into condition two. Classes will be canceled tomorrow. All non-mandatory operations are suspended. Tar Hills know that support is available. Uh, so, wow. Um, the uh, earlier today, uh, SWAT was on hand. Uh, buildings were being evacuated, and uh, and uh, this is uh, after reports of an armed and dangerous person on or near campus, and they are showing a picture of this student on all the news. Uh, I have not seen a name. I don't think we even need to say that name if it was out there, but uh, um, the, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was the news that uh, was just coming out. So again, our thoughts uh, and everything going on there at uh, UNC Chapel Hill, very, very uh, stunning and sad. I should, I say stunning. We see too much of this in this country, uh, but uh, they even earlier today were putting out on this uh, – the picture they have now, they had the, uh, the 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 car, the license plate, everything else. Um, so we'll get you more information as that, that story continues to unfold on the UNC campus. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We are in the middle of Campus Confidential, and we'll see if that happens. Aaron, those ACC schools, I mean, I, I really I, – I'm kind of excited for SMU I have to say I I uh, I, I think if it happens in Stanford Cal Berkeley all really good academic schools obviously Cal Berkeley and Stanford probably on a different tier than SMU but SMU is a really good academic school I I'm just uh, I'm just really uh, excited to see how how it shakes out and and happy to see some of those schools you know have, a place to go and then SMU has been so excited about possibly entering the Pac-12 for them to still get to go to AC- the ACC. Aaron, are you um are you are, are you happy for SMU? I mean, it's kind of strange to, that they would be in the ACC, but kind of cool. I mean, think about how ramped up all their other sports are going to be. They're already good in some of these Olympic sports. They're great at tennis, they're great at like They used to have this unbelievable swimming and diving. I assume they still do. Right at equestrian. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of excited for the Mustangs because that's the kind of sports that Stanford's really good at. at, I don't know what Cal Berkeley's good at doing because they're like, what was it, Aaron? Like half a, remember that? Was it 450 million in the hole or something? Oh, yeah,
3: they're in all kinds of trouble with their athletic department because they renovated their stadium and had to finance it, and those payments are due.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Maybe they could do one of those, like, church things, Aaron. I was talking about earlier in the program, a debt retirement campaign. Everybody loves a good, exciting debt retirement. That's the only thing about all those church things. It's al- there's always a next one. You're like, okay, let's give all we can to this. All right? We're feeling led to give. And then, I mean, you know, if, like a year later, well, we've got another capital campaign, and it's like, Although our church has kind of laid off that here in recent years. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us in Campus Confidential?
3: Jimbo Fisher announced today that sophomore Connor Wegman will be Texas A&M's starting quarterback. Wegman beat out Max Johnson, the former LSU transfer who started 14 games for the Tigers and led the Aggies to wins over Miami and Arkansas before a hand injury against Mississippi State. Sidelined him for the rest of the season last year. Wegman was the number 27 overall prospect in the 2022 ESPN 300 and the number 1 ranked pocket passer in the nation.
1: Wow. Man, that's that is uh, a little surprising. That's interesting. I I Wegman we, we you know I think we knew they were going to go with Wegman, but then our buddy, our insider started to waffle just a little bit because they liked Max Johnson so much. It was kind of cool that he hung in there and battled for this job. The former LSU quarterback, he's very talented. Now, A&M has another guy, like a five-star type, either four- or five-star, waiting in the wings. But Wegman moves really well. I mean, he's a good fit at A&M for what they want to do, I think. I mean, we never know with Jimbo. It'll be really interesting to see what Petrino wants to do. Max Johnson becomes a really good backup. I mean, he, he's got good arm, uh, good guy. I, I, I like these quarterbacks, Aaron, that even when it looks like they're not going to win the job, that they hang in there and fight. And I honestly feel like something – it's kind of like the guy at TCU. When you do that, something good's going to happen to you. It may not be at A&M. It may be at the next level. Who knows? But I, I kind of think when you hang in there and, and fight and you don't leave when it goes the wrong direction that uh, – that, that, that good things can happen. So I really like that backup. But Connor Wegman named the starter at Texas A&M as they get ready to start the Bobby Petrino era, at least as the offensive coordinator.
3: Another Michigan coach has been suspended as part of the school self-info sanctions for NCAA infractions. This time, it's Michigan Offensive Coordinator Sharon Moore. He'll be suspended for this week's opening game against East Carolina. Harbaugh said, uh, head coach Jim Harbaugh said today that an analyst will be elevated to fill Phil's Moore spot on the staff Saturday against East Carolina. The school announced last week that it had decided Harbaugh would serve a three-game suspension to start the season because of NCAA recruiting infractions. He said, quote, I've heard people comment it's a slap on the wrist. It's more like a baseball bat to the kneecaps. So that is what how he describes being suspended for three games against their probably weakest three opponents to start of the year.
1: I mean, he's doing it to himself. I yeah. mean, he they did one, then they didn't like that, and then they wasn't going to have any, and now they're going to do it to themselves like a self-imposed. Who just did a bowl band There uh, a bowl band? That kind of caught us all by surprise. Oh, Arizona State. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. You may have had that story waiting in the wings. But isn't that crazy? Like you, Everybody's – you know, Herm Edwards had that horrible situation. He's gone. Most of that team's gone. About half the team has changed. And now they're going to put a bowl ban. And how many seniors they have, Aaron? Isn't it like 16 to 25? I forget what the number is. But, you know, a good amount – of seniors that have to find out the week of their first game. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, um, we're not going to be able to play in a bowl. Oh, yeah, oh, your eligibility's out. Um, and, and Aaron, of course, if, if Arizona State had decided to do that self-imposed ban earlier, they could have let some kids that were desperate to play in a bowl game or, or have a shot at something like that go and transfer. They waited Bef- where it was too late to go in that portal. I think they ought to let those kids go anyway. Like if you're a senior and you get this thing sprung on you at the last minute and you thought you had a chance at a bowl and you're not going to whatever, you ought to be able to go somewhere else. You agree with that Aaron or not?
3: Oh, hundred percent. This is, this is so late in the game. It's a terrible time to announce it. It's a terrible idea to impose a bowl ban on your own program when the NCAA is actually moving away from that and hasn't uh, put bowl bans on the last few schools it's investigated. So I, I just, the whole thing is strange, and I was going to play the audio from, uh, from Arizona State head coach Kenny Dillingham, but he used a little uh, spicy language, and I didn't have time to edit it. He was not happy <laughs> about the whole situation, obviously. But did praise could- his uh, team for having a good practice despite the bad news.
1: Could you play it and then kind of, like, make sounds over it? You, do you kind of know when they are? You could, like, hit a little horn or like a, something.
3: When like those clown <laughs> horns instead of. <laughs>
1: oh, we used to get the clown horn out back in my Dallas radio days. That was, we went through this weird phase, and every joke I would make on the air, like, the producer would play the, stupid little clown noise it would like ruin the joke he did it so much right he just every time i'd make a joke he would he would hit that clown horn sound uh but it was kind of fun for <laughs> for a little while we made need to bring that back at some point um it is matt mosley show espn central texas campus confidential thank you jim turner chevrolet and we got dave aranda coming up we'll get to hear from him some aaron do you have another one um because i this is really good stuff i wanted to see if you had one more headline if you wanted to get to it
3: i do texas football coach steve sarkeesian a little bit surprised by big 12 commissioner brett yormark's recent comments who publicly publicly told texas tech coach joey mcguire that he better quote take care of business against the longhorns the horns will host the rival Red Raiders on November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving in their final Big 12 game before departing for the SEC. Last week, Commissioner Yormark made those comments when asked about it. Today, Sarkeesian joked that the reporter was, quote, trying to get him in trouble before responding. He said, I got a letter from the commissioner about sportsmanship the day before that speech, so I'm trying to figure out what are we promoting to our student athletes to say those type of things. So... Coach Sarkeesian is clutching pearls about (laughs) Brett Yormark's comment last week at the uh, Red Raiders function to take care of business against Mm -hmm. Mm Longhorn.
1: It was funny. They're the ones who left the conference. Give me a break. Give me a break. I mean, he could, if he just wanted to say no comment, fine. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of funny that he went ahead and said that part about he got that thing about sportsmanship. But have you watched Sark over the years? I mean, my gosh. He, it was a bowl game, and somebody came up to him, was like telling him like when to take the team out on the field. You remember oh, I don't that, remember that. And he, I, can't, I and he still basically can't believe like nothing happened. It was came a- unglued and went off on the guy. Screaming the, 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 at him. Some poor dude was literally, his whole job was to s- tell the team when they were going on the field. And he kind of reaches over and puts his hand on Sark's shoulder, and Sark acts like the guy attacked him or something. And started dressing him down, screaming at him. It's like, give me a break. You're not you're not some Mr. Sportsmanship. You've got a great team. Just focus on that. And if, if your mark wants to play it up with the team that's actually remaining in the Big 12, kudos to him. Like, what did he say that was anything non-sportsmanship? He said, I'll be there in uh, Austin and he around to- Thanksgiving, and I want you to take care of business. What do you want him to do? Is he supposed to, like... Like, be impartial in a game between UT and Texas Tech, the team that's leaving the conference? Sark. (laughs) Penalty flag on Sark. Embarrassing, embarrassing behavior from the great Sark. I'm tired of this. Who got me mad yesterday, Aaron? I mean, I kind of got mad today at something that happened after the the Aranda News Conference. I'm not going to say what it was, but my gosh, everybody's getting under my skin.
3: Well, and when you talked about that incident before, before the bowl game last year, that's the first thing that came into my mind. I was the same way. I was like, this guy's talking about sportsmanship, literally screaming at that guy. And not weird, if you haven't seen the clip, please find it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But Matt and I aren't exaggerating. The guy barely touched him to try to keep him, you know, I mean, he's trying to keep a whole team and coaching staff from going on the field. And Sarkeesian just starts screaming in his ear for a good 10 seconds for doing his job. Just totally Sark. classless.
1: Sark wants to teach the commissioner about sportsmanship. How about the heads-up that you were leaving? How about some kind of heads-up when you all were sneaking around and almost blew up the conference? You didn't care about any of us. didn't care about any last team, and you all snuck off in the night Everybody's like, well, they stayed around, Matt. They're still here. Well, yeah, because they didn't want to pay some enormous exit fee. That's not out of like being honored. They weren't being honorable. They just had to, you know, honor the grant of rights until they could finally negotiate an exit fee. Don't be sitting around here acting like you're supposed to get catered to by the Big 12. Get out of here. All right. That is, that is <laughs> campus confidential on the, uh, the Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton with nice work. Several excellent headlines today. Campus Confidential. Let's listen to a little bit of Dave Aranda from today's, well, it's time, today's news conference, Texas State Week. It's here. We're about to play a game on Saturday. Let's hear from Coach Aranda next.
4: This is is ESPN Central Texas.
13: Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother, Jerry, played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son, Bo, played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency, Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Total
14: Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture Dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hawn, JSI, and gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotaloffice.com. My house has a new glow. I love
7: my wife.
12: UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com Or call 254-301-7760 And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews I love my windows
7: They've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas Live from the Allen Samuel Studios
16: Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures' affordable storage sheds, cabins,
0: greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit
4: LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this is Matt
1: Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Rolling on a Monday. Great to have G.J. Kinney on. Uh, earlier in the program, the head football coach at Texas State. We'll uh, get that out there on social media for you. And uh, you can uh, take part in that one. And that was a lot of fun, Drake and I were able to talk to uh, Coach Kenny, and uh, hard to believe. I still think of him as a player, but now he's a head coach and doing really well, and, and uh, he's going to bring so much energy uh, to that program, and we'll see. I hope uh, they don't get it figured out too quickly because they do have the Bears on Saturday at McLean Stadium at 6 o'clock kickoff, 2 o'clock. Listen to the uh, ESPN Central Texas kickoff show Presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Drake and I will be out there. Aaron will be directing, and uh, we'll have a uh, we'll have a really nice time out there at the uh, at Baylor Alumni tent. It's a uh, it's a great little scene, uh, great, uh, wonderful food. Uh, so uh, come join us and hang out, and uh, you can kind of see the show live and take part in all that. We'll have some we'll have the uh, the PA going and the whole shebang. All right, let's hear a little bit now. Uh, I want to hear, this is Dave Aranda at today's, uh, this is like the first Monday news conference of the year. So this is the one where he starts, we finally can point to Texas State. As we start to ask questions about the Bobcats and how the team is looking, you'll hear me, you'll hear Drake, you'll hear other names you recognize. Uh, Here is uh, that uh, news conference with, uh, with Coach Aranda.
8: It's good to see you guys. This is uh, this was a good fall camp, and we're excited to kind of move on to the next stage of all of it. A lot of respect for our opponent, you know, um, have played against their head coach, and a lot of respect for him and just his journey and and who he is, and the type of team that he that he's going to bring in here to uh, McLean. I know that it's going to be a tough and competitive one. And so just way looking forward to it. I know that our guys are, are more than ready and so willing to hit somebody else and, and to just get into what a game week is like. And so um, what, an, what, uh, what an opportunity we have with a, um, a really talented and uh, upgraded squad. And so looking forward to that. Any questions you guys have?
13: Dave, uh, with that situation, you no. Know, new head coach and stuff no game film right now so what do you how do you
5: prepare for a team like that
8: there's coaches from different you know there's um there's special teams coach for example has um was at a a different school you know and so you kind of just pull really whatever school he's been at and you find hey these are the things that stick out these are the things that need addressing these are the things that could cause us problems and you make sure that um you know, it's addressed and there's a plan and, um, there's a level of, um, uh, of readiness where that, to uh, show up, but you know, at the, at any, any, um, this is a common, a common, um, thing, you know, week one. And so the focus really is more on just us and, um, you know, us executing things that we've been repping all the way back f- to winter, to spring, to summer, to fall and um, our ability to um, take our base and apply it to some specific game situations. I think if it's too much um, in the creative and or game planning mode, you can um, swing and miss, so to speak, uh, just because you're not really sure what you're going to get. Dave,
10: uh, I looked it up. This is the since you've been at Baylor, this is the 13th time y'all played an in-state mm-hmm. team. Um, obviously, you want to win every game, but mm-hmm. are these games important when you're battling against these same schools for, like, in-state recruits?
8: Appreciate that. Yeah, I think that, you know, anytime it's in-state and there's those, those relationships, I think, uh, for bragging rights, I'm sure, and for recruits, I know. It is it does factor in. I think, you know, um, or I'd like to think that, you know, we have to uh, there's a greater push for us to go and just kind of do our thing regardless. And so I'm hopeful that that's what it is. But to say that it's that it's not completely or it's all completely that I think would be fabrication. And so I think the, you know, I, you know, for example, on Texas State, the receiver coach was a grad assistant when um, I was at L, or at uh, Hawaii. And um, just during summer, we were back in Hawaii and he was there with his family. And so those relationships and everything, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that uh, there's a little bit more riding on the line for him with all of it. And so I think that's just a natural thing. And I think that's throughout.
1: All right, the, uh, the coaches with some Hawaiian uh, Hawaiian ties there. Uh, Coach Aranda was at Hawaii, and I, I've heard him talk about that before, that ending very abruptly and kind of wondering what was going to be next, and he landed like a lot of coaches do. Those are always tough situations when a coaching staff uh, gets fired. But, um, you know, I, I get the sense that, and, and you'll hear, I'm about to ask Dave a question About do you ever know if you're really truly ready? You know, it just seems like Aaron coaches always just want a little more time, but at some point you just don't have any choice. You got to go. You got to go. Put you know, put it on and go. And and it'll be interesting to see because there'll be players that are kind of wide eyed. There'll be freshmen that show up ready to go and play great. There may be sophomores that have not played. Uh, a lot or maybe at all and just aren't quite you know don't look ready for prime time uh you're going to get a lot of people uh in this because it's going to be hot uh and you you're going to have to have all kinds of you know guys rotating in and out and it'll also be interesting Aaron and I think you hear Drake pop up here in a minute asking about like the clock changes because that was the one thing Aaron those weren't good games that first college weekend, but it was interesting to see the teams. We're so used to in college the clock stopping after a first down, and that wasn't happening. Uh, the clock kept moving, and so in a sense, you do. It's games go a little quicker. Uh, there's a few. Le- uh, f- there's some fewer plays, and it seemed like the media and maybe even the coaches really didn't like it. I I'm going to wait and actually be at a game. And see what I think. I mean, Aaron, if, if if the team is needing to come back at the very end, I'll hate it, right? Because we're used to to. Um, and I guess, Aaron, what is the rule in the last two minutes of the game? Does it change? Does the clock stop for first downs? Remind me, or is is that is it universally throughout the game that after first downs the clock keeps moving? Is that the entire game?
3: I believe it's. I believe you're right. Well, the last two minutes, it does.
1: Yeah. I mean, these games, by the way, college games are too long. I mean, it's like baseball games. We complain, like, I don't want this pitch limit or pitch clock. And then it's been great. Nothing wrong with it. Only people who don't like it are some of the pitchers. The fans love it. We shave like 30 minutes off games. I mean, college games are ridiculous. Some of these games go four hours or so that doesn't need to happen you don't need to be you don't need to play a game in four hours four and a half hours that's that's ridiculous have people on a six o'clock game you're getting out of there at 10 10 30 at night that's that's dumb so some of this makes is common sense um in my mind all right let's continue listening to uh dave aranda's first kind of official season in season news conference
3: you obviously have your scrimmages and all that. How much rotation do you think you'll see from your team in this first game? Do you think the starters will play the full game barring a nail biter or something mm-hmm. like that?
8: Appreciate that. yeah, I mean, our aim is to um to play in such a way that we can play green and play fast, and I think you know there there is going to be not only you know Texas state but there's going to be the first home game for a fair amount of uh, Baylor Bears on Saturday and what that looks like and the Friday leading up to it and the Saturday and just you know uh, we just had a mock situation of it and that can cover really so much um, but I think there's a fair amount of guys whether they're transfers and or freshmen they're going to be playing their first game and so there's you know I'm sure there's going to be some anxiety that comes with all that and you know I think the ability to um, kind of get into it and so that we can get through it You know, on the other side of that, it's going to be way important. Um, And so I think that is um, the number one thing I think of when I think of this week. And then I think of um, uh, Texas State and just defensively and all the blitzes and just the the, uh, aggressiveness they play and just the man coverage that they'll play. And, um, you know, I look at uh, some of the struggles we had with man last year and how that's going to be right up in our face this year. Uh, look at offensively. I look at the tempo they play with and the big wide split. So receivers will be way outside the hash, right? Closer to the sidelines and they run gap schemes. And so they'll have, you know, 500 some pounds so They'll line up here, but I'll pull over here. And with it being so spread out, if there's a misfit or any of that and then it's out, you know, and, um, so I, then, so that's the second thing I see, and it's a major thing. And so, for us to to be um, to fully be present and attack the thing, and to do it in, in such a way that players and staff connected. So, if something's broke, we can fix it in the middle of it. Um, I think are are strong, strong considerations at this this stage. And so, I haven't really gotten to the stage you're talking about yet about who's um, who's you know, um, who's in, who's not, and all that, I think is going to be whatever it takes to accomplish those first two things.
1: Do you ever feel completely ready for a season? I mean, like, you just totally feel ready for this, or as a coach, or you just have all kinds of last-minute
13: concerns?
8: No, I appreciate that. Uh, I think you do. I think, um, you know, there's always going to be something, and there always is something, but you know, at uh, staff meeting today, we talked about you know playing green. We use a stoplight, and um, you know, if we just look back these last couple months, I mean, we've had some red lights where it's full stops, a pause, um, um, a uh, re, re um, you know, a rethink, uh, a um, an inquiry. You know, we've had some yellow lights. Some uh, we got to slow it down. Let's, let's double check what we're doing here. Is this right? And I think all of that's so that, you know, we can play green now and we're in position to. And I think the whole thing has led up to this thing to where, um, I mean, you know, we, don't, we don't want to be sitting here waiting for another transfer portal person to parachute in. You know, we got everything we need. And so let's get, um, that heart set mindset right and attack it. And so I think that that is when you feel ready, and I feel that with us. But there's always going to be something, and it's it's not a matter of there not being something. It's just a matter of how you handle it in the moment. And I'm I'm um, I'm positive about that as well with the staff that we have.
2: Dave, the, the clock change took five to seven plays away from everybody in week zero. Right? How do you approach that? And is it something you think is positive for the game?
8: Appreciate that. And we've been repping that throughout fall camp and um, we haven't we haven't um, uh, we haven't been marked by that s- so far and knock on wood with that. Uh, but there has been at times it's quick and a lot of times it's um, you know it's the huddle calls that get it. I think I think when teams are going fast, I think it lends to going fast. I think when you kind of go slow and you're huddle and you break, that's a whole other thing. And so I think, um, you know, the, we still are huddling and we do all that, but the, 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 um, the, the quickness that we get out of the huddle and I get up to line and a lot of times an old line I'm going to settle kind of into my stance and we don't have time to do that. We've got to get line. We got to get to the, uh, our alignment and get put our hand in the ground, be ready to go. And so I think those changes have, um, have shown themselves. Um, now, we haven't played a game with it yet. And so there hasn't been, you know, just the. it can get to the where the bullets are flying and the smoke is in the air and what's this and what's that. And then on top of it, you've got a clock that's that's tight. So we haven't been in that moment yet. And so our hope is that the training that we've had throughout fall camp can prepare us for that. But we're going to find out pretty soon.
2: Coach, in terms of the running back situation, do you have an idea of who – with that
6: first offensive scrimmage or that first offensive series, who's going to get those touches and how that's going to be distributed game one?
8: Appreciate that. Yeah, don't really think and have tried not to um, think about it in terms of here's a starter and here's a backup. Really think of it as both these guys are starters and both these guys are kind of our guy. And, um, you know, both of these guys can – Can win games for us. Both of these guys can move the chains for us. Both of these guys can get that one or two yards that we need on a critical third or fourth down. And so, um, I think, or I know the belief is totally aligned that way, um, there in Simpson, just in terms of how we're thinking about that. And so I think the, the, you know, the challenge has been to try to get, um, the, are, um, both Dom and richard to believe that themselves and i feel like they do and i think um you know the proofs going to be in the pudding of you know uh, this game coming up and the next and just in terms of how how they're being utilized and um you know the reps that they're getting that they feel like there it is a it is a um uh, a two-headed monster so to speak and we think of it that way
1: all right, there he was, Dave Aranda, today's news conference, and uh, had a nice spread there. I kind of blew out of there pretty quickly afterwards, but it was uh, it was a good time to all be together in fellowship and listen to uh, Dave Aranda uh, speak on the season. And Aaron, I we gotta we gotta watch very closely the start of this game because. Uh, Drake Toll has come, uh, who you hear three to five here weekdays with us on the Matt Mosley Show, has come very strong that Dominic Richardson will start. Now, he's coming strong on a lot of different things. Aaron, are you keeping like a, a notepad or anything? Do we? Or is there like a note card? Remember those predictions like that Barkley makes <laughs> right. for TNT, like a note? We need one of those little Post-it notes. And then when you put a little Post-it note up in the studio – when, uh, when Drake made all these predictions. But he thinks Dom Richardson, the uh, transfer from Oklahoma State, will be a starter for the Baylor Bears Saturday night as they get ready to host the Texas State Bobcats. it been a great day. Great to have G.J. Kinney with us, the head coach at Texas State. We've got a couple of things to, uh, to, uh, to tie up for you. In fact, the, uh, uh, the Cowboys are already cutting players as they get down. To a 53 man roster that
4: is next in the dismount. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Baylor alumni are more than
11: 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected, get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu alumni. <laughs>
0: Jesse Brits Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Brits Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only 49 dollars The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad Jesse Brits Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service.
1: Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations, same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville and Marlin Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs with our extensive range of materials. We ensure you'll have everything you need, a commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin,
4: Texas, just down the road from higher prices prices.
3: Banks have made
13: so much of our company growth possible. They tailor everything to us. We want to innovate, and we're willing to take the risk, but they help us mitigate that risk, limit the downside. Jason Collier is more than just a banker to us. It's been a great partnership, without which we could not have grown our business like we have.
16: To learn more, visit extracobanks.com. Extracobanks is member
7: FDIC.
4: Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it is Matt Mosley. You're listening to the Matt
1: Mosley Show. And love talking to you about QC Kinetics, advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all of that pain. The patient uh, satisfaction reports are astonishing a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. Imagine this fall, uh, moving around pain-free, no surgery, no downtime, and doing the things you love, walking, hiking, playing with your grandkids. Um, call QC Kinetics to see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 254-415-4100. It's QC Kinetics.
4: 254 415 It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the dismount. Thanks to
1: everybody who's been a part of that. Golly, go check out. Go, to, go out to Alan Samuels. Oh, my gosh, the deals they're doing out there, Um, those Dodge Chargers, yikes. I mean, it's really amazing. I had a chance to look under the hood of one of those the other day. Love a good Hemi. Like kind of looking around, seeing what's under there. Don't know much about it, but it just looks incredible, and those things are running dudes. In fact, I had one of those, uh, I had a different kind of, boy, I had a souped-up Dodge, and it was an SUV, and man, that thing would scoot and uh, just had it. But it also kind of had a muscle car look to the front of it. They've got some amazing deals right now out there at Allen Samuel. So please keep Ted Teague and his staff, the Marine, uh, Bowtie, the whole gang. Keep them in mind as you're uh, kind of headed around Waco out there off Highway 6. Give them a call or just go by there and check out But beautiful uh, uh vehicles there on the lot all right um aaron the uh, been a good day i did notice cowboys uh starting to make their cuts we'll have more on that tomorrow nothing crazy we know real greer is going to be gone they were trying maybe to get some kind of trade for him perhaps he played so well the other night but we'll keep an eye out Banagu has been released, the great TCU player. Hope they can pick him up maybe on the practice squad. Everybody, have a wonderful evening, and we will talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody.
11: Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Monday, Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor head coach Dave Aranda, his first in-season press conference today. The Bears hosting Texas State to open the season at McLean Stadium on Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Hey, folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at brunerado.com. Your family since 1928.
4: Visit the new spirit store at the Herd Welcome Center. Open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Shop premium brands like Nike, Johnny O, and more at the all-new spirit shop inside the Herd Welcome Center.
11: Come see why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional